right. Oh, we got numbers, numbers. There's numbers everywhere. There's Uh, numbers. All right, guys. We're rolling with episode number 416 of the Cleveland Moto Podcast. Light them up, boys. Come on, Chris. You can do it, buddy. Is it? It's a screw top? Oh, yeah. Here's your teeth. You know, this this is one of those ones that uh, I think they said this one was uh, Kid Rock approved. Uh, (laughs) Bud Light. Oh, this is a Bud Light Lime. This might be vintage, you know? Well, that was the first gay beer. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't need a test for that one. Oh, look at the rust around that thing. Oh, man. That thing's been in the cooler for a while. That's mid-Ohio 2016. There's little bubbles in it. It's not the worst. Mine doesn't have to. The, the older, see, it's there, but it's going to crackle. The older mine is it the better. I don't know why it's doing that. I, All right. Well, remember, we got to replace that cable. Okay. That's what remembered it. Four. That's the last of that <laughs> Iowa Ridge uh, bourbon they brought us. Oh, nice. It's really good. Iowa. Oh, yeah. That's that. The guy said it's uh, bourbon from Iowa. Oh, no, no, dude. No, it's no such thing. It's delicious. <laughs> Shit. And you know what? Nobody else has to drink it because I empty the bottle well, in at here. Least, at least yeah. one good thing comes from Iowa. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to owe you that 50 bucks because yeah, Iowa. he he lived. He did live. I he fucking lived. bet against it. Yeah, we're gonna talk ah. about that in our podcast tonight. That Chris did make it here, so he's <laughs> alive and well and not unshaved. So to my immediate left is Chris Smith. To his immediate left, Steve Sleepy. To his immediate left, Tom Pennington. To his immediate left, Parker Zamarelli. And to his immediate left, Steve Hoffert. Oh, and routine players of this game will notice that John McElfresh has been replaced by a younger, thinner, better-looking version. <laughs> Uh, yep, but to exactly. John's credit, he is spending time with Grandma. He is. Yes. So <laughs> they're doing a yearly birth- oil change. Yes, it's her birthday today. I think is what what's going on. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's that is it. Uh, I'm, all, I'm all a grandma. I'm all out of grandmas. I'm all out of moms and dads. Free man. Free man. <laughs> Free man. That's it. Very like now on Christmas, we don't have to decide which way we're going. <laughs> No, are we gonna? Do, no, no, we're just going the fuck out of town. See, I have yeah. all the family still, and I still don't go anywhere. <laughs> there you go. I think I have COVID. <laughs> I'm just not feeling so good. Yeah, I got a dog in my lap. Can't move. Uh, so, a, a couple of updates. Sleepy's now. You got a horse. Well, a dog horse. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Dog horse. That dog is. Okay, I'm gonna play Karnak. Yeah. Hmm. 142 pounds. She could be soon. She's 135 now, but they expect her to be 165 before she's done. That is a great Dane. Yes, it is. Yeah. My wife likes to collect animals, apparently. But this one's got a really cool story. Um, well, not a cool. It was an awful story. And I'd, if they would tell me who this person is, I'd probably go and do bad things yeah, to right, him. Right. Yeah. Some lady in, in an area bought the dog, two dogs, actually, to try to breed them. But she didn't realize that six-month-old dogs don't breed. No. So she no. was nice enough. That, remember in December when it was negative 20? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She decided that's when she should kick the dogs out and throw them out into the fucking uh, mm, air. It's pretty rotten, yeah. So for three weeks, the dogs were running around and stuff. And they finally trapped them and then did all the things. And then we adopted her. There you go. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, I, I here's what I noticed. Two things that are happening real quick. Dog is looking very happy. Mm-hmm. And... You're walking. Oh yeah, every dude. Two days. <laughs> I've done. I've probably done five miles a day. I think I've dropped eleven pounds in yeah, two and a half since weeks. you got the dog. Yeah, yeah. I love it though. It's kind of cool. She's cool to walk. Lot, legs on the dog. And on yeah. the bright side, your dog's got good taste because he. She doesn't like uh, Michael Fresh. No, she bites. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Yeah. Our special guest tonight is Parker Zamarelli. Uh, so Parker, a little just give us the the down and dirty about the bikes that you enjoy working on? Um, I like BMWs. 
Uh, my first BMW was a K75. I bought it because it was cheap, and I wanted something to get back and forth to work. And then it became an aggressive addiction, and now I have like four of them. <laughs> an aggressive none, addiction. None of us understand that at all. <laughs> an aggressive addiction. <laughs> I meant to save money by buying a motorcycle, and it was the exact opposite. Yeah, there's a one of our friends, Stan, has a, a really good flow chart that says if you're buying a motorcycle to save money on gas, this is the break even point. And it's like 300,000 miles. Like, it is, <laughs> it is an impossible number. Yeah, it is an absolute impossible number that you cannot put enough miles on to, uh, to actually save gas. Yeah. So, very cool. Uh, so if you are interested, Zamarelli Moto, and uh, tell them how to spell that, Parker. Z-A-M-A-R-E-L-L-I. Yeah. Yeah. So picked last for everything your whole fucking life. <laughs> yeah. Right? Literally everything. <laughs> just a, when you line the kids up alphabetically. Sometimes they flipped it for me, so I was first, but. That's very progressive. Yeah. Yeah. As a W kid, you know, Waters, yeah. I was, you know, a couple away yeah. from the end of the line. The oh, middle I. guys get screwed. Both ways. I disagree. I disagree. They're always in the middle. No, they never go first. They never go last. All the guys named Martin, all all the guys named you know Paulson, they got chocolate milk. I never got chocolate milk (laughs) ever. Yeah. By the time it got to me, it was white milk and had been there for a while. Yeah, that's exactly right. Sounds like an ordering problem by the school. You know what? (laughs) Inventory issue. You know what sucks? So there was a kid named something single. And so my name is Cinch, and we were always together, and I fucking hated him. So every time they'd call an assembly, I'd have to stand next to this asshole. We'd just be standing there poking each other the whole time about fighting. So I hated that. I was a public That's school a kid. That's story. Thanks for sharing that one. I, was I would a, like to. Thank you. I was a public school kid, so it was Warner Waters Weeks for my entire school career. I know what the back of Tony Warner's head looked like <laughs> from, like, fifth grade. And I also, uh, Nicole Weeks, who sat behind me, um, she was behind me perpetually until she got pregnant, and and then she was, <laughs> then then she was gone for a little she while. Couldn't fit behind you. <laughs> they, they got they made the cutout desk for mm-hmm. it. It was pretty progressive school, like I said. Uh, but yeah, very cool. But you also got a Vespa or an Allstate. We should yeah, clarify. I have an Allstate. Yeah, it's my daily. I ride it the most, <laughs> actually. I live in Lakewood, which is just a town close to here. And right. It's perfect transportation for there. <laughs> it is the. Perfect Phenomenal lake, which and now you're still eight inches on your bike. It's it's yeah, it's completely stock is stock. Yeah, can be. I painted my name on the side of it, but <laughs> I did use drywall paint, so it'll come off easy. <laughs> but it does look perfectly patinaed, though. Yes, and that's the nice thing about choosing that because every you know when I see you at events and I see that Allstate, I'm like, God damn it, that thing looks. Oh, good. it's beat to hell, dude. It's it, not it nice. Perfect, but patina. it's not rusted out. So no, it's and it it stops most of the time. So. <laughs> It works. Uh, Vespa, Allstate, eight-inch wheeled bikes are known for their lack of brakes. Yeah, I don't yeah. even use the front because no. it starts pogo sticking. And, <laughs> yeah, it's it's sketch. The first time I told somebody, I was like, yeah, it's a pogo stick. And they go, what? I said, it's a pogo stick. If you attempt to use the front brake, it will just engage, re-engage, engage, re-engage. Mm-hmm. And it, it puts you into the, the death hop of the little the little scooter. But it's super fun, super cool. Uh also, you built a beautiful BMW that the first time I saw the bike that you trotted out to AIM, uh, uh, AMA Vintage Motorcycle Days. Yeah, yes. Tell folks about that. Um, it's a BMW R100 mm-hmm. that I bought for $500. Um, I drove all the way to Kentucky to get it, and it was wrecked. A, 
aggressively wrecked. Um, <laughs> twisted forks, like immobile. And it was in this guy's backyard for like 25 years, and it had a tree growing through the swing arm. <laughs> and I dragged my girlfriend at the time with me, and she was like, why the fuck are you buying this piece of shit? <laughs> and I was like, I have a vision. Well, I had to buy a new frame, new wheels. Uh, the tank was riddled with holes. Um, it's the same tank, though. I had it all welded up. Oh, you up. did weld it up? Yeah. Oh, I thought for sure you would replace that. Cut in half, welded, or welded all the spots, like welded new strips along yeah. the bottom, and then welded the bungs back in. Yep. It's a great tank. It doesn't leak. I coated the inside. I was going to say, did you do the welding on it? No, no. every time I've ever welded one, it leaks more after I've welded it than <laughs> well, before I, I used, welded uh, it. What's that stuff, that red coat? Red coat. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Dime City Cycles sells yep. it. And yep. plug. But, uh, it's absolutely fine, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. where I got it, and uh, it worked out. It works really good. The gas came through red for a while, but you yeah. know yeah. that's gone now. Yeah. But that's just seasoning. Yeah, yeah. no, I uh, rebuilt the motor, uh, and you know, yeah, it's it came really together. it's a beautiful bike, and it it is just a gorgeous machine. And what I think is really fun about it is it is it is that look that. We always joke, everything looks better with knobbies on it. Oh, yeah. They're terrible, though, because it throws fucking rocks right into my, my face. <laughs> at, least, at least you have a rear fender, though. Yes, yeah, yes. Those styles, fender. nobody ever puts rear fenders on them. Like, you don't really yes. ride this, do you? You have a front fender, too, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah the front a, fender. Yeah. It doesn't do much. Neither of them do. Now, I look. it does look like your rear fender might, in fact, be... A BMW apart. No, it's lowbrow. Oh, it is lowbrow. Lowbrow. Okay, Both that's of them lowbrow. are lowbrow. Because I was wondering if that was a no. That's their like relocated rear fender. No. Okay. No, that's a the BMW fenders like. Massive. Oh yeah. Like you could yeah. fit a truck tire under that thing. <laughs> um, no, it's like a Stingray something fender yeah. from lowbrow. Because um, that was one of the tricks we'd always do with what? the CB750 fenders is oh, we yeah, just yeah. cut <laughs> four inches out of them, and move them forward. Yeah. And then they actually look pretty decent. Yeah, no, that's a lowbrow fender. Um, it's really nice. <laughs> it's a really, really They're, good build. The closer you get to it, uh, it's one of those motorcycles where if you look at it for any period of time, you will start to pick up on extremely small details. Um, yeah. Like the 396 welds on your header pipes. I didn't do that. I didn't. I hope not. <laughs> no. Yeah. You're not old enough to have done that. No, God, no. Um, that's the first exhaust that company ever made for an airhead. Um, and it yeah. came from the UK. Uh, Mad Exhaust is the company. Yep. It's phenomenal exhaust. It's, it's amazing. It's loud as fuck. But it is. But it's really great. Yeah. Um, the workmanship's great. And what my favorite thing when I saw the bike for the very first time, when you, when you brought it out and I took a look at it, I was fascinated because I was like, well, that just proves you don't need to own a tubing bender. Mm-hmm. You just need to take a thousand (laughs) slices. Yeah, they're called pie cuts or whatever. I tried to do it. The company I used to work for had a chop saw for Mm -hmm. pipe or steel or whatever. And I started cutting and cutting and cutting. And then I 3D printed like a jig that you can snap them together. Yeah. And they have notches on them so you can like rotate these and stuff. Yeah. So you can kind of build an exhaust in a way before you fabricate it. And I didn't use any of that, and I just ended up buying one because it was cheaper. <laughs> I built my own two-stroke expansion chamber that way. Yeah. And, you know, a series of cones mm-hmm. and put the thing together, spent about 21 hours on it. Uh, terrible looking welds. But again, the idea was I had read the A. Graham Bell book about, you know, expansion chamber theory, mm-hmm. done all my math for where I wanted the pipe to hit with the motor I had, put the whole thing together and realized the only place that my welds look bad or worse than the part you could see was the part you couldn't see. 
and realized that my dynamic efficiency on the inside of the pipe was not great. Yeah. 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 So I bought one. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I was you were creating turbulence with yes. each bad weld. Yes. With yeah. the, with each bad weld. That's the nicest and way to put isn't it. Build up. Grab onto the the inner welds, I oh, guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. exactly what it is. I bet that thing's riddled with inner. I don't know, but maybe I don't, you'll never know. It, well, it's not a two stroke, <laughs> though. Yeah. But you know, go to a proctologist. Yeah. They'll stick yeah. a tube up there and check it out. I'll but, bet you it's pretty good. Just yeah. eyeballing it from here, you know what I kind of appreciate fantastic. is that you didn't do like clip ons or something. Like, it looks rideable. Like you could actually be comfortable. Oh, it's with actually the bars super up. comfortable. Yeah, that's um, the congrats. Because like every time you see a kind of a like a, a brat build or a, a, a cafe build, yeah. these dudes always slap. Like clip-ons, like yeah. six inches down the front forks. Well, and I'm like, do you ride this? Because you don't. No, never. <laughs> if you scroll down, Phil, I have yeah. my K75 as a cafe, and I learned a lot of lessons. <laughs> now, that's where I was hoping so, we could talk about that. <laughs> yeah. This bike. Because not too many people do a cafe on a brick. This bike mm-hmm. is a backbreaker, my friend. <laughs> I can't ride this for more than an hour. And it, um, it does have a really, really, let's just say aggressively violent seating position. Yeah, you yeah. lay on it basically. Yep. Yeah. Um, it looks like a torture rack. Yes, uh, Chris I put, can, Chris I put can clip-ons that on that. Um, yeah, and I don't love it, but I, it looks cool. I mean, <laughs> that was fantastic. that's what I was going for yep. at the time before I built that bike, and I didn't even know how to ride yet. So get out of here. Yeah, that was my first bike, and I had never. I, I bought it. This was the first time I saw that bike was at that particular motorcycle show. Yeah. And I, I bought this yeah. bike and it was an RT. So mm-hmm. it, this really short guy at work drove it and uh, <laughs> they called it the Green Goblin, but he would fall off of it because he couldn't touch the ground. But anyways, <laughs> I bought that. I bought it from him and then I didn't know how to ride it. So he had to ride it to my house. Okay. All right. Um, and I'm like, all right, let's just strip this thing down. And uh, I looked, I just like Googled K75 because somebody's like, oh, he's got it for sale. And I found this like cult of people that like ter- cafe things. Yeah. And then I yeah. learned cafe culture. And then here we have it. When I had my store in Mentor, I had two guys that both had, one was a cafe K75 and the other one was a Mad Max K100. Mm-hmm. And it was cool because he'd kept the original fairing but trimmed it down. So he'd kept yeah. his touring fairing on it but made it tight. And then after the the back of the gas tank which is stock, mm-hmm. then everything was clown car after that. So everything after that point where the gas tank would normally interact with the seat from that point back was Mad Max. <laughs> And it was beautiful. I mean, it was it was my favorite ever adulteration of a K100 by far. Wow. And it was a beautiful, beautiful, patinaed out looking cool bike. But again, as Tom says, the K75. When BMW said, this is it. We don't need to go any further than this that. This is the last bike you'll ever own. <laughs> That thing has 107,000 miles. Oh, it's barely barely broken in. It runs great. It was such an innovation when it came out. It was such a wild, wild thing when it came out, that brick motor and the idea of sticking the cylinders you know, literally lying, laying a motor on its side. What's the M30, uh, M30 motor? They just lopped a cylinder just off took of it. A cylinder. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. We build car motor. We build motorcycle motor. Same thing. It's fine. It's fine. It's only pretty from one side. <laughs> from one side, it's pretty. From the other side, you're like, what's, where's the rest of the motorcycle engine? But it's a really, I mean, again, for being your first motorcycle that, that, I mean, you're a child in the picture, Literally, Parker. That's like seven years ago. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is truly, you are a child in that photo. So do you have any projects you're working on right now? Well, I have a 
750 Triumph Tiger mm -hmm. that I bought from a, a welder that I used to work with. And uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I noticed that uh, that you've been spending some time at Lowbrow or at, yeah, uh, well, at Skidmark. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So this motor it currently is in the state where like if you saw it on buy sell yeah. it would be in a million parts mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. somebody took it apart and didn't know how to put it back together that's the yeah. that's where we're at right now with yeah. it fair enough yeah um it ran great but you know you never know so i i tend to be too ambitious with things like this and i'm like i'll take it apart and then just stumble my way back through it and uh sometimes it works out and honestly with this particular motor that's not the worst thing to do no yeah. no and and with that particular motor it's not going to matter anyway. No, nope, it's not. And I, I completely, I absolutely completely agree that if you have an unknown entity triumph motor yeah. of this era, taking it all apart is a really smart thing to do. Honestly, the inside's great. Yep. Uh, it had great compression. It ran really strong first mm -hmm. kick anyways. Yep. But the guy that had it before me, he, he got drug tested and failed. And so he was off for two weeks and he needed some money. So... He sold it to me for six hundred dollars. <laughs> a running triumph. Now a running triumph. It doesn't have a title. Six hundred dollars and some clean urine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, don't judge people. <laughs> don't judge. No, Why Parker, you guys judging? Nice which was more useful? <laughs> Parker, judge. before you before you leave with my motorcycle, I'm gonna need about a pint of your finest. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That is that is strikingly a very triumph conversation. Yeah, you know, I failed a drug test, so I gotta I gotta get some money together, Ooh. and I'm gonna sell this, and it doesn't have a title, but it's you know it's okay, it runs fine. Well, like he bought this thing or yeah. inherited yeah. it or something. Yeah. He knew nothing about it, yeah. and he goes, "I can't get it to run." I'm like, "Well, I think those are a positive ground." Yeah, they are, and they are. that was the problem. So oh no! So he didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, this thing has four wires on it. A negative yeah. ground is the world's greatest kill switch. Well, it yeah. still ran after yeah. the fact, so mm -hmm. I guess he got lucky. But <laughs> yeah, I bought it for six hundred bucks. It was there's a picture of it like together yeah. still. And it's it's like a, somebody that had a Harley just threw up all their spare parts on it. Um, You're not wrong. Yeah, it's really. I took the tassels off the handlebars. <laughs> I, that was the first. That was. The, I'll, I'll admit that's a good buy, no matter where you're at. Yeah. Six hundred dollars. Yeah. It ran. Um, it didn't yeah. leak that bad, I guess. So I was like, I'll just strip it down. Right. I want to make a nice skinny bobber out of it. Yeah. Shorten the forks to like not six inches over. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, right. That's where we're at with it right now. Well, um, you know, you respect this. Is that a Honda Shadow front end? No. No. No, that's no. actually a that's Triumph just, front okay. end. Yeah, that's, I think that's a BSA wheel. Yeah. And yeah. the weird thing about this right. bike is the triple trees, like the tops, are like staggered. They're staggered. So yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. raked, no. but it provides yeah. a rake. Yeah. It's super weird. Yeah. But Real I, yeah. I, I kind of dig it with the shorter yeah. tubes. It gives it a nice If you stance. wanted to give the... You know the the digger style. Yeah. So that that digger style, the offset with the triples was a good way to get there. Yeah. And those are six over. Yeah. So you've got like, six those are over gone forks now. on it. I got yeah. normal forks. Okay. Cool. Those tubes were pitted. Yeah. and Shit. Anyway. So yeah. Yeah. Um, now yeah. the stance is correct. Now. Cool. That so. that's pretty neat. And you're keeping the rigid. You're keeping. Yeah. I'm all just gonna that. keep it a hardtail. Yeah. Um, of course. I didn't. I not. I don't know. I just. Are you gonna this. go to a chubbier back tire like a? Uh, well, Harley that's wheel. a, that's a like, that is a Harley wheel. I was going to say, it looks like a sportster wheel on the back. it's a 16 inch Harley wheel. Yeah, that's what it looks with like back a there. Triumph hub, which oh, is yeah. kind of weird. I went uh, back to the 18 inch Triumph I wheel. Would, yep. Yeah. Um, and then a conical front hub. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, yep. I picked one of those up at, I think mid Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a fun little build, man. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, I have no vision great. for it whatsoever, and that's kind of usually how it goes. It's pretty so. cool. Yeah, and for six hundred bucks, yeah, I'm like, whatever. I could rat this, and I'd just, still be winning for six hundred bucks and some pee. You're good. Yeah, yeah. just don't ask a lot of questions. Oh, there was one downfall. There's no title, so but like we know people. We know people. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm actually moving to Tennessee, so I'm the person now. <laughs> what? Are you really? Yeah. Oh, my We're God. Joe Casola, yeah. look out. You got oh, competition yeah. coming on the title Don't front. call me. <laughs> well, see, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do you spell that again? Uh, our friend is an exquisite motor builder, an exquisite motorcycle builder. His name's Joe Casola. He runs Saints Cycle down there. And he does, not just does he do beautiful restorations, he'll build your motor to better than factory standards, including the correct finishes, uh, vintage motors. The guy's amazing. He's fantastic. He actually did that, you know, the, the race across, the gentleman's race across America, the old 100-year-old motorcycles. He's been on a crew, like, where they're making pistons on the side of the road for these old motorcycles. Joe's that level of a mechanic. But lately, Joe's been supplementing his income, getting people titles ah, through the magic yeah. of Tennessee. Ah, nice. <laughs> so it's like, hmm, I, I don't remember my bike going to Tennessee, but the title says it's been there. To uh, so. yeah. to do that race, I remember when me and John and everybody went down to watch it and we recorded mm-hmm. it when they came to um, over here in Ohio. Yeah. I asked the guy, so where do you get spare parts? And they just started laughing. Yeah, they just laughed. <laughs> yeah. You got to self-machine those. Yeah. Why do you have a picture of you sitting on a topper? Um. That was at Glory Days, and yep. this guy was trying to sell it for $7,000. And I was like, can I sit on it? Because it kind of looks neat. It, yeah, yeah. And it's that's the photo. I didn't buy it. Yeah. Fuck that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah we had one of our customers did. And I, this could be his bike, uh, but yeah, super nice guy. But I've had my experience oh, with Harley he, Toppers. You can see his titties right there in the background. Oh, I see his yeah. boobies in the background. That's him. Yeah, he looks like uh, Zoidberg. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he looks like Zoidberg. Uh, so I see, God, way to point that out. Yeah, seeing that for the rest of my goddamn life. So that's pretty badass, man. You're completely infected with the whole fucking bug. Yeah, right on, man. I ran out of space in the garage, so the Vespa lives in the living room. We always do that. Time. So for Christmas, we always pull a Vespa in. We don't do a tree. We decorate a Vespa. It's yeah. much smarter, and it's it's cool. It's very <laughs> difficult to get the smell out of there. My girlfriend was very upset when I rolled it in there and I went on a trip for a week and it just smelled like so you, oil in there for like a whole week. Smells like my shop. Yeah, but yeah. like that's where the couch is. <laughs> so <laughs> she wasn't having it. A lot of stuff that lives, a lot of stuff that gets seasoned here in the in the shop before it goes home, it, it has to spend some time out gassing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, things that live in here, and I forget it because we're all here all the time. And then customers walk in that haven't been inside a motorcycle shop in a long time. And they come in and they go, this place smells yeah. um, it's authentic. Great. It's great. <laughs> I love the smell, man. I do too. And you know what? I, I mean, I'm not dogging it, but like I've been down to the new Ducati dealership. It doesn't smell that way. Well, yeah. I trust it's a me. different crowd. It's a different crowd. That's it. That's the nicest possible way to put well, it. Phil, if you started selling eight twenty five lattes, you might. Well, that's also true. I I, I have do. Tom, that. do that. Run out latte, Tom. Oh, yeah, yeah that's like Italian leather. Plenty of time to do lattes. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask. Phil. Actually, Phil told me to tune down the uh, coffee the past couple weeks. Yeah, because I get I get a little agita. <laughs> so uh, latte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my grandmother's Sicilian, right? So I learned about Agita when I was real young. I learned about the Maloik. Maloik, Maloik. Is, that's not good. Yeah, you and don't want the I learned about Maloik and I learned about Agita. What's Agita? Agita is uh, yeah, heartburn. Angina? Oh, the, uh, white people call it angina, uh. right? So uh, 
But as a kid, you know, I'd give my grandmother a world of shit. Ah, you give me agita. And uh, so that was Felipe. Felipe, you're giving me an agita. So, okay. What I love about his Allstate is his Allstate is perfect. That is every Allstate I found for 25 years. Mm-hmm. I, I, except for the cut down passenger pad. Well, that's just a suction cup Harley <laughs> that I pipe clamps to the rack. <laughs> It is perfect. But that is every single $400 Allstate I bought for about 20 years. And it got to the point where I had a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And one year people were complaining that there were no bikes to buy at Amera Vespa. So I bought, I brought about eight of those huh. with titles oh. to Amera Vespa for 1200 bucks a piece running. Wow. That's what I got mine for. And with a title. With a title. And yeah. that was like, I brought them out of my trailer and all lined them up because all the people were complaining that there were no vintage bikes to be had mm-hmm. at Amera Vespa. And I had a whole bunch of these and I had a whole bunch of like P125Xs yeah. and stuff. And I sold squatouche, as Chris would say. <laughs> That's pretty much everything. Nobody bought no. a $1,200 bike with a title that ran perfectly. And these were the Cognoscenti. These were the Vespa people that went to Amera Vespa. Right. And I'm sitting there like with my thumb up my ass going, I brought them. Yeah, buy them. I drove all the way here across America to be at your rally and sell some bikes. They only want what they can't have. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, look, the KTM, that 390 adventure bike. Yeah. Everybody, oh, I want a 400cc, 300-pound adventure my bike. My life would I, be I, complete. And I, If you brought that into this country, we'd buy them. Like the yeah. lowest sales of any ever. things of like, yeah. Yeah, but to, to be fair, it's a KTM 390, which means that every six months you do have to replace the crank. Uh, buzz, but <laughs> true, by the way, uh, uh, the rocks in the crank. One of our listeners, yeah. I, I, they texted me directly. Somehow they have my number. One of our listeners said, the new drinking game is, game is every time Tom says to be fair. To be fair. You have to drink. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yikes. It's going to be hard on the listeners at home. Oh, yeah. Uh, question, Parker. Yeah. I'm looking at what I can only describe as a tribute to oxidation. Yeah, that's the Ash ER100. Tell me a little bit about the Ash ER100. That's the, that's the blue bike. Um, that is the blue bike? That's the motor from the blue bike. Uh, I pulled the cylinders off, and <sighs> they, it was like a time capsule. The other side had moss on it. Actually, I think there might be moss on the black part. <laughs> Um, literally dude, it was, I get to this guy's house and it's pouring down rain. It's up on a mountain. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I have a, like a, I have a Colorado and an open trailer. Right. And my girlfriend just watching me and this guy that his leg's going to rot off from diabetes. He's, I'm just dragging this thing. Yeah. Front wheel, just like it's on its side yeah. and I'm just dragging it <laughs> to the trailer from the, like his backyard. Wow. Yeah. That thing was a mess. I shouldn't have bought it. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't I, have. I, I'm with you on that. How much did you give for this thing? 500 bucks. Ooh. I mean, dude, it's a motor. It's worth that. And it was, the motor was free. I spun yeah. the back tire when I was there. But so. you saved it. You saved you rescued this it. bike. Yeah. I mean, you get a lot of clap back from the purists for, like, you know, chopping a bike up. But, like, dude, this, but this bike was unreal. You didn't chop up like, a concourse bike. Yeah. You know, it's almost, like, it's almost like you should carry, because, like, that's one of my things. When I see a kid chop up, like, a perfect bike, I'm like, Ur. But yeah. if you're saving it, you're saving it. But you should carry a picture of the way you got it. There's or, a, and then so, be like, whoppa, There's suck a picture it. on there somewhere of, yeah. of me. And then there's a picture of the way home, because for, when it started, it was raining, like I said. Well, then it started snowing, and it's 
there was all this flooding and my girlfriend was driving and we almost died. It was my four wheel drive stopped working on the way home from that trip. Wow. That's it right there. Oh, That's wow. the way home. Yeah, we we've, wow. we've all been there, man. That is a you take a yep. look at that how is unparalleled heroic, those forks are. <laughs> yeah, those. But that thing looks like it's been super duper crashed. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pulled one out of the guy's backyard. Same thing. It was laying on its side, mud, and the left cylinder was rusted all the way up into the belt, into the block, Ugh. and then the right side had mice living in it. Nice. So the mouse pee does wonderful things. <laughs> yeah, but that was a. I felt better though because you paid. You paid for yours. Yeah. And I got mine for free. Well, you got free parts. That's all I heard. <laughs> That's it. And it was, yeah, and it was a lot of fucking work, man. It was totally no bueno. Um, so very cool. Yeah, there's the Green Goblin. Yeah, this is the bike. This is the bike as it existed prior to being cafeed. Yeah. Yeah, that fairing weighs like 85 pounds. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, our buddy just cut everything down. Like he minimalized it. He minimized it, got rid of the mirrors, really sculpted it down, and then from about where that boot cover is on the bottom, from there back, it was party time. I mean, business in the front and fucking party hey, in the rear. If anybody needs a set of those bags, mm. I have You still them, got those? And I'll give them away yeah, at yeah. this point. I don't want them. <laughs> you know what? I'm sure you'll find somebody. Yeah. It's, a lot of that stuff is it's weirdly coming back. I had a guy call me about Vetter fairings the other day. And he's like, how many Vetter fairings do you have? And I'm like, two. And he goes, which ones are they? And I went, they're fucking better fairings, dude. Like, well, no, because you got the wind jammer. Yeah. Again, <laughs> you already know too much. Again, right? Yeah. If you're sitting there looking at two better fairings and going, oh, well, that's the slip streamer and that's the wind jammer and that's the draft dodger and like all these <laughs> the different <draft> things. <laughs> it makes sense. Think about it. Think no, about it. No, no. I loved it. All I right. got it. I Think got about it. the name. All right. I got it. Uh, I like your artistic, uh, your, your design drawings. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks pretty much like that. Though. It's pretty fucking it's good. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I thought that was that is cool, but I thought it would be fun to have you on the podcast because you're not an old guy building no, old guy bikes. I'm you're a young guy building old guy bikes. Very no, much self-taught. No. Wait, yeah. Go back to the Tom Cruise pose up there. Where we got what oh, you talking about? Halloween, bro. <laughs> you, nailed yeah. uh, you nailed it. You nailed it. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. yeah that, that, that'll play. Now he has to have a We're getting into the embarrassing. Yeah, I'm not going to go ahead. We're not going <laughs> to. He's going to have to dig Dude, who are you talking to? to There's, it There's it nobody here that Remember? hasn't been naked on the internet somewhere. Something. This is how we know he's one of us. Yeah. That's right. That's that's how. Yeah. That all that always happens. And the poor guys that are posing without a long gun. Yeah. Oh, too bad. Yeah. All right. But the uh, but yeah, super fun stuff. So now other news of our not so wayward traveler, Chris Smith, who disappeared for a major part of the month to go ride motorcycles on the other side of the planet. Tell us a little more. Well, I went to Morocco to put my finger in a dike. <laughs> And she says, that's not my belly button. <laughs> and I said, that's not my finger. <laughs> so, but I'm pumped. But um, uh, so, Chris, uh, we're the happy to change sides. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had, look, we can't get canceled now. I have made sure that we say what you will about child molesters, but they always slow down in school zones. Yeah. They, <laughs> I'm going, I'm not even fooling around when I tell you. I had recorded the Cleveland Motor Delivers episode that's all about guns mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. somebody shot up a school in Tennessee. Oh, oh perfect. Oh. Yeah. So I had recorded the entire thing. Uh, delete. I had recorded the entire 
25 minutes, 30 minutes talking about guns and my unique, weird relationship with them. And then somebody had to go shoot up a school. Well, I mean, that's pretty much every day. Okay. So. All right. <laughs> it, it is I was, America. I was yeah. in Nashville <laughs> when that happened. Oh, well, actually, man. I flew home like the day, the day it happened. Uh, we almost had one here. Like yesterday, they caught West the kid. Geography. West Geography. Yeah, West Geography. That's where my, that's where my nieces and nephews are. Isn't that all where that school. other dude did it too? Like that, that, Br- that there was Ruth a Chardon kid or, oh, Chardon, yeah, Chardon. Chardon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love it. You go to Chris Smith's Facebook page and it's just his meat. It's just his meat hanging. Just meat hanging. Just meat. meat hanging. Just hanging meat. Or just green. Meat. Why is it green looking? Meat. Meat hanging. I don't know. What could it's be that's that. aging. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. It's meat. It's fucking meat. It's meat's hanging. So, Chris, a little just for our folks, Moto Explorers. We talked about this while you were gone. We while you call, did the call in, we did a deep dive into Moto Explorers. Okay. Which we're very happy to do because um, it's such a figure out? cool thing. Well, first of all, we figured out that it's a very nice company. Like they look after your ass. They do. They yeah. really make it hard for you to fuck up. This yeah. is the most. Well, wait, wait, go back up a little bit. Well, that is actually the most appropriate uh, photo when you're talking about ass. Well, I and. This is your plumbing option for that part of the world. And and I've been to that part of the world. Sometimes they flush. Now is that a gas station? Yeah, I was so, going to say. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> this, this is pretty low rent. Uh, most of the places don't have this, but I've definitely been to places that have this. Yeah, I've been to places that have this. Um, hell, I was at a decent coffee shop in Milan. Badger and uh, Annie and Merritt, we went to a Vespa thing and we did, you know, we did all the cool spaces. We did Florence, the Vespa factory, and we rented a little blue Fiat Panda and we'd fucked off to Milan. And once we got into town and there's places we wanted to see and parking in Milan is not cool. <laughs> and even with a Fiat Panda, a rented Fiat Panda. And we found a spot like only like 17 miles away from where we wanted to yeah. be. So it's perfect parking. And we slid the thing sideways into a parking spot. And uh, Annie or one of the girls had to like full yellow alert, right? And boom, into the coffee shop. And I was like, well, just so you know, they might charge you for the privilege of using their facility. Or you may be prepared to buy something. But since we're in Milan, I will buy coffee. And so head in. And so Annie comes out and Annie's pointing in the door of the coffee shop at this toilet. and annie is straight up pointing in in a door in a building interior and pointing at that facility and i i she's like phil you need to come and see this and i went and i looked and i went (laughs) they're kicking it old school now i'm pretty sure that this was the toilet they had for customers aka people who walk in off the street and i'm sure they had a proper facility in the back for the staff that work there because Milan's pretty well improved at this point. But I told Annie, I was like, well, you chose this place. (laughs) Yeah. And have at it, Annie. Go in there and do your worst. And she's like, what do I wipe with? (laughs) And I went, what do you got? (laughs) That's exactly right. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Don't shake hands with Annie. (laughs) So... But yeah, so you were in that part of the world. Yeah. Uh, Pretty fucking cool, man. Uh, So... If you will, bring us up to speed. Very, you know, tell us your story about this trip because it's a fucking great trip. And don't forget to update us on um, the military guy who forgot his meds. That's the one I want to hear what happened. I still feel like I don't I don't feel like you can have this story without mentioning him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
so you you pick your bike, but you don't pick your co uh, your riders. Team. Yeah, right. You pick your bike. Right. So there's a guy from Rome, Georgia, <clears throat> who's ex-military and has had um, brain injuries or something like that. Yeah. And he's he's essentially a nice guy, but he doesn't have limits and uh, right. doesn't want to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know yeah. what? And there's a thing in the military, too, where there's just a wiring. He's just got yeah. a wiring problem. Yeah. There's just a wiring problem. Nicest guys in the world can have wiring problems. And he's a very, very generous guy mm-hmm. and, try, and trying to help everybody out right. and telling you what you want to have for dinner, <laughs> which, which didn't go over well with my co-writer, Pete Hempfling. Unsolicited Ooh. advice. Yeah. So <laughs> finally, Pete snapped. There's Pete. And, uh, and that was about the end of that for two days where, where uh, Rome, New York wouldn't, or Rome, Georgia wouldn't talk to Pete. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah. Because one veteran lit up another veteran. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Pete set him down. Right. And, and the guy uh, almost came across a table at Pete. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I told Pete, I said, yeah. well, don't worry about it, Pete. I'll clock the guy in the back of the head with this plate <laughs> if he comes after you. So it, <laughs> it, it got a little out of hand. Yeah. But so well, couldn't the people from the thing help you or something? You know what? This guy has been on three of their tours already. Uh. So... You know, Pete and I were talking. Why the fuck did they allow this guy to? This dude's got his own memorial park bench already. Yeah, Yeah. like if he's gone to three of those tours, yeah, they love him. And then two other times, he's rented motorcycles from them and ridden around Portugal. Done his own thing. Yeah, yeah. So they they see the money sign walking in the door with this yo yo, and it's like okay, and and I get it, I get it. You know, and and the guy's rough around the edges, but essentially he's a good guy, right? Um. And then, uh, so there was a, a husband and wife team from Brazil, mm-hmm. and they both rode motorcycles. And the poor gal, she was on a 750 BMW, and she had essentially platform motorcycle boots. Because she's real short. Yeah. I mean, when you look at her in this picture, yeah. she is a, she's a full head sh- shorter than anybody else in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, 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 she was doing a very good job. Yeah. You know, the first three or four days. Yep. And then we were in a parking lot mm-hmm. coming out of what they call the Switzerland of Morocco, which is the winter uh, hangout for the king of Morocco. And we were in a parking lot coming out of there. And for some reason, she's taking a hard left turn and dropped the bike mm-hmm. on her right side. She probably and, had the, the BMW F750 GS. Yeah. Yeah. And came down and cracked her ankle. Um so they lifted the bike up off her leg. Right. Um, I I sat on my bike and watched because mm-hmm. they didn't need any other help. Yeah. And then uh, two days later, we rode into the uh, area uh, up against the um, Sahara Desert where mm-hmm. we're going to ride the camels and all that kind of stuff. And on the way out the next day, there's a lot of sand across the road, and she got into the sand and fell over again. Yep. Same ankle, crunched it, and oh. so... Uh, she was she was done for next three or four days. Now, what I will give these people credit for is they had enough room in the back of the van mm-hmm. to put her bike in there in addition to their backup bike. Oh, in case so they broke. So they took a backup bike with your group. Correct. Oh, yeah. Wow. Plus, plus all the luggage. So they had a big sprinter van or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they they threw her uh, her bike. So in the she back. became a passenger. She was a passenger. Yep. Yeah. For the next right. four. 
three or four days. Yeah. And she was limping quite a bit. And, you know, you feel yeah. bad for the young lady. Or, yeah. she, she wasn't that old. She was an old bitch. But I mean, uh, <laughs> an older gal. <clears throat> but uh, eventually, the last two days, she rode on the back of, oh. her, um, of her husband's bike. Fantastic. Which was good. I mean, right. she, she, she got out and everything. Yeah. Um, so all in all, the, um, there was a guy out front uh, Carlos, yeah, and then there's a guy in the back driving the van by name Ricardo. So your crew from the company was a lead man yep. and the sag wagon, correct? Okay, correct. Cool. And initially we were told that there's going to be lead guy, tail guy, and then the van. But I think because we only, there were only six of us, that's that, a super small group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, w- one of the guys um, is actually from Portugal. His name mm-hmm. is Frank F R A N C K, and uh, Frank. he was. Frank. And so he brought his own BMW. And okay. he was a right. very, very good motorcyclist. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> when we were going the very last day up to um, Tangier from mm-hmm. Marrakesh, we got halfway between, we stopped for lunch. And that's when uh, Frank figured out, oh, I left my passport back in uh, oh. Marrakesh. Oh. And everybody's going, are you fucking kidding me, Frank? You dumb shit. <laughs> you know, but so uh, the question is, well, what are we going to do? So Carlos, the lead guy, says, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have the people in Marrakesh at the hotel find a cab to drive the passport halfway up to. Now, was this a, a point where he had left his passport at the front desk of the hotel? Yes. Yeah, because I've been traveling a lot. In a lot of places, you do leave your passport in, yeah. at the front door of the yeah, hotel, yeah. and then you go do your shit. Yeah, but you got to remember grab it on the way out. To grab it on the way out. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, so, because um, I asked, I said, "Well, why don't you just see if you can overnight it from mm-hmm. Marrakesh right. up to Tangier?" Yeah, because in Tangier the next day we were going across the Straits of Gibraltar. Gibraltar you got to yeah. you got to produce your you know your passport. Yeah, so he was going to be screwed. Either way. Present your papers. Yeah. So um, Carlos had to hang back like three hours yeah. and wait for whoever it was to drive it from Marrakesh up to this halfway point, which I can't remember the name of the town, but it was a lovely town. <clears throat> we continued to go north to Tangier. Right. And what we found out was um, that that day um, – this uh, Morocco, the Moroccan soccer team, which did very well in, in the World Cup, if you guys remember, was having a friendly against Brazil right. in the city of Tangier. Tangier. Yep. <laughs> That's Tangier. like Fox. Eh? Yep. Oh, yeah. So, so we're going north on a two-lane road. Yeah. And Were you coming you, out of Fez that day, or were you coming out of like Casablanca? We're, no, we were halfway between um, Marrakesh yeah. and... Tangier. Yeah, yeah. So we're on a two-lane road, and luckily, Mm -hmm. in two spots, they close the two lanes down to one lane and then cross it over to the other side of the road Yeah, to because they had 15 miles of construction. Oh, fuck, Um, man. And so going up there, screaming up there, um, the two lanes quickly became three lanes because the soft shoulder on the far right. Right. And then... It's like three and a half lanes. So I used to call the tourist bus lane. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's where the tourist buses are going 173 miles an hour. It's, They'll dip two wheels in the sand like nobody's business. It's fucking crazy. And all these <laughs> all these people are just coming up and just going bad out of hell. And the, and the, and then they're all kind of jamming the fuck back in. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? So anyhow, yeah. we we're going we're going north and we're in the middle of all this traffic. And it's not like there are people are driving bullshit cars. I mean, there's yeah. Volvos right. and BMWs yeah. and Mercedes and everybody's ripping and tearing like yeah you know there's yeah. no tomorrow all for what yeah a friggin' friendly soccer game it's like it's, Jesus right. Christ so meanwhile poor poor Carlo is back you know three hours so he has to come yeah. up he has to come up between like seven thirty and eleven thirty and I think they have one light on the road for like hundred eighty miles. I mean, it's pitch dark out there, and this yeah. guy's ripping and tearing. And now, I'm going to tell you, he's a phenomenal motorcyclist. And yeah. and, and by all arguments, I was the worst motorcyclist in, in the whole group. Everybody was very good at doing these tight turns and up and down, stuff like that. I, I, I suck at doing that, but who cares? You know, I survived. I didn't crash. You're, but, you're here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, You're not calling us from a hospital in Tangier. <laughs> you know what was yeah. funny, though? Nobody yeah. stood up and said, no, Chris, no. <laughs> okay. Now, to put this all in... Now, I, hold on. I'm going to... I'm just going to say it. I don't get that. No, one, of my, one of our friends, Moin Khan. Yes. Right? So, Moin Khan is Pakistan, and Moin Khan has ridden literally around the planet. Mm. Okay? Yeah. But Moin Khan, while riding a sport bike doing something you shouldn't do, traveling around the world on a sport bike. Yeah. Moin Khan found himself in a hospital yeah. as a result of a horrific motorcycle crash. Like there were more parts. Where he picture. spent months of his life. And this great idea about I'm going to ride my motorcycle from Pakistan to San Francisco, right? right turned into three or four months in the hospital. Oh, yeah. And Moyne is an extremely talented rider. Yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. But he was in a horrible, horrible crash that Chris does not want to spend three months in a fucking hotel, or I'm sorry, hospital in Tangier. Oh. <laughs> and Moyne spent three months in a hospital in Romania. I'm sorry, Moyne, if I'm fucking your story up. But people had to mail him things. Right, yeah. and that he got to he got to learn to speak the language. He got to figure out how Google Translate works, <laughs> just to try to figure out where his motorcycle was. And he found out it was just pieces. And to find out his motorcycle was a third of a motorcycle. When he showed that picture yeah. during his, his his thing at Mid Ohio, right, it was like thousands of pieces. So make no mistake, if you can listen to the story of Moin Khan and his cross country adventure, that's something we all want to avoid. So that idea of being like, look, I was riding aggressively and I was keeping up with the lead dog and we were strafing the corners. Ask Moyne how that goes. Well, then don't ask us about... (laughs) Okay, all right. So there's a lot to be said for you're here and you're not in a hospital, right? And I was using first and second gear a lot. (laughs) And your trip didn't require a helicopter. No. Right, yeah, right. So good for you. So not rally asshole. Not rally asshole. Exactly. Right. That's the best award you can the have. Is not rally not asshole. Rally asshole. <laughs> right. Because everybody remembers the rally asshole. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be the rally nope. asshole. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So cool. Back to you, Chris. So um, 
we were traveling through the the Atlas Mountains yep. quite a bit, which is a lot of twists and turns it and is. stuff like that. And it's interesting. So the lead guy is a very accomplished motorcyclist, and they probably do this tour five or six times a year. Mm-hmm. And so these guys know where they are, know what they're doing. And when you got one lane going out and one lane coming back, he'll he'll just jump out and pass people, and then the second guy in line, Rome, Georgia, mm-hmm. is right on his ass. Yeah. Uh, and then the Brazilians kind of get out. And what happens, what we found out was, is when the Brazilians get out to pass, <clears throat> there's enough room for four bikes to pass, and they'll get out and parallel the car we're passing, and then they'll slow up. Yep. And then when the oncoming traffic comes, they'll dive in and leave Pete and me in the back <laughs> and Pete and Pete and I are on 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 Senna's I go what the fuck is Gilson doing <laughs> oh god damn it he's leaving us hanging back and meanwhile everybody else has passed us and sure. we gotta, oh, yeah, we yeah. gotta wait another yeah. you know quarter mile or a sure. mile just to get around this guy to get around that guy yeah. but but the passing is kind of crazy the yes, way these is. people pass um, and they'll pass on uh, blind turns or as as you're coming up over a, a hill Gilson will come up over a hill. You don't have any idea who's coming. He's coming up here, and then he dives back. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, because guess what? If he gets hit, everything goes to scramble. Exactly. And then then it's in my face, right? Yep, absolutely. So so that was a little unnerving, uh, like 78 times, I think it was. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Riding with locals. Riding with locals is bizarre. Uh, I've done a lot of weird riding in Mexico and stuff. And you're on these, on these downhill, complete fucking widow maker, decreasing radius turns. And there'll be, you know, the, uh, the topes, right? Botes, uh, the, the bumps, the speed bumps that are there because they don't want to pay for police officers. Mm -hmm. So they just make speed bumps that'll destroy your motorcycle. And then you're, you're downhill hard. And the whole group I'm riding with is like, fuck it, left to center. And they're yeah. passing track trucks left of center on a blind decreasing radius turn. <laughs> and I'm in the back with my wife being like, it ain't worth it. Yeah, fuck this. It ain't yeah. fucking worth it. You know what? I know where we are. I know where we're going. The ocean is there. <coughs> I'll, I'll see them in three miles. I guarantee I will find them. Yeah. So let's just hang back and let's not be the guy who has to dive under the fucking overloaded truck full of pigs because we decided to pass at the wrong time. Well, well, two two things on that. So, yeah. so I'm second last, and 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 some guy in a in a Renault or something yeah. like that pulls out yeah. to go around all eight of us, yeah, and then decides to dive back in after yeah. me and Pete. Yeah, it's like whoa. No, it's wow. a Renault, a Peugeot, a French like, cheese-eating surrender wagon. And, it is going to always be the same thing in that part of the world. And and yeah. he just plain didn't give a fuck. It's no. like Jesus Christ. No, no, okay, no fucks given. You're you're diving back in. Then yeah. the other a fun thing was they have these hay wagons. So it's it's a truck and And where was this? Uh this is in Morocco. Morocco, yeah. And yeah. so they so they have the hay in in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. But then once it gets above the cab level, mm-hmm. the the hay for s- some way builds out forward and backwards. Yeah, I mean, yeah. For yeah. but I'm, Yeah, 10 pounds it, of shit in a 5 pound bag. But I'm I'm it's it's like 15 yards oh and and another another five yards and pete and i are looking at that going 
if something falls if off, if a whole yeah. bunch of that comes off, <laughs> right? <laughs> We're fucking cooked. The driver's will alone is holding that shit up. And you probably didn't see the kids sitting on top of it. Uh, well, <laughs> that's what holds the hay down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, after I saw the first one, I thought, well, okay, that was fun to see. Well, yeah. we, we saw dozens of those things. Yeah. This must be some sort of art that they have stacking, <laughs> you know, hay up on the top of these fucking things, bales of hay and shit like that. So what happens if two come at each other? Like, right? Two wheels in the dirt on both sides. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And, Two wheels and, in the sand on both sides. You know, things yeah. like that happen where, where people yeah. slide off the dirt and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's... Yeah. So the, the, um, <laughs> the people running the, the, um, the, the tour, tour uh, have done this enough so they know yeah. where to stop. So I, yeah. what I will say is they get started at, you know, 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning and these guys that, that, that run it, they're addicted to caffeine. So by 10 o'clock, 10, 15, they got to stop for an espresso, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is good because as Steve Hofford can attest, I need a potty break. Yeah, and I need an espresso right now. Huh? <laughs> espresso right now. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, that is part of riding. You know, I've done a bunch of tours all over the planet, and my favorite tours are when we go and do 45 minutes of really fun riding, like having a fucking great time and then stop and then have a cocktail <laughs> or a snack. And then we do 45 minutes of hard riding and then have a snack. And I believe in that CrossFit mentality well, of motorcycle riding yeah. where you're like, if you've ever done the distinguished gentleman's ride with us, you'll know that we go. The first part of it is very controlled. The first leg, and then we'll have a stop. And then the next leg is not so controlled. And then we have a stop. Mm-hmm. And then the last leg, which is getting to Porco. Out of control. Is the, the GP, right? But you, that is. You have to get there before the chocolate milk runs out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before they run out of Roman twists. And, but I love that idea of riding for about 45 minutes and then having a break. And if you've ever ridden with me in the mountains, like when we do dragon and stuff and we do all kinds of Tennessee stuff, I only ride for about 45 minutes because that's when you start getting sloppy. You get fatigued because none of us here ride three hours of curves because we don't fucking have three hours of curves. They didn't give us that. We live in the land of squares. And so, yeah. So the idea of like stopping at 1030 a.m. after starting at 730 a.m. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pee twice. (laughs) So the one thing that I I thought a cinch about is they uh, at these stops, uh, a lot of these uh, gas stations actually have food. Yeah, and you know they have the 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 coffees, but they also sell beer, and they sell uh, a beer called Superbach zero point zero zero point zero Superbach. Yeah, and Oof. and so the the one time I saw Carlo, and he had a beer. I said, because you're 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 not allowed to have a beer at lunch, and I said, what do you got going on here? He says, no alcohol. I said, right. well, I'm I'm going to try one of those, nice. and I'm going to tell you. It was a fucking good beer. Yeah, they're coming around, man. I, I mean, these, these are okay, but I've had some really good NA beers, so, man. So Super Bog Zeros. Excellent. And they're tasty. Oh, man. Yeah. Very good. Get you Very through the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the other the other interesting thing is when we were going into um, Marrakesh, very crowded. Yeah. Um, as you come in from you know the hinterlands, <laughs> you start to come in these roads and it gets more and more crowded, and there's a lot of scooters, and people are zipping around everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's, 
there's people on little, you know, 50cc scooters cutting you off, you know, to make a laugh from the right and all this other kind of stuff. But one of the things is there's a ton of um, uh, traffic rotaries. And the the leader, Carlos, says, stay tight when you're in the cities. Right. Don't lag. So I had uh, I had Gilson and his wife, and I forget her name, but I used to, I, I would just call her Sissy Spacek because she looked like a tiny little Sissy Spacek. And they would come up to, so so Carlo goes through first, and then Rome, Georgia goes through second. And Rome, Frank, Georgia. I love that his name yeah. is now just Rome, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> and then Frank goes through third. Well, these, these traffic We rotary, named the dog Indy. Yeah. <laughs> So going into the rotary, you, you got to follow the leader. Yes, you do. Well, yeah. of course, the only Gilson stops. It's like, <gasps> what? Are you fucking fuck? kidding me? <laughs> well, you know, you stop, right. and all all the rotating traffic oh, yeah, says, oh, yeah. fuck you. You know, yeah, we're, no, no, we're, and, we're done. Yeah. Like, and, and so meanwhile, they're, they've gone out at 12 o'clock. You're at yeah. 6 o'clock, and yeah. you can see them disappearing. Oh, down. they're and gone. It's like, Fuck me. So were you guys getting like Seinfeld yelling, Gilson? <laughs> yeah. 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 So we finally got around fucking Gilson. And then so, <laughs> so then the next traffic rotary, Pete and I went and, you know, you just go. Right. And, and some, go. Some, somebody's coming in and you think they're going to fucking hit you and think, well, I don't give a fuck. You know, let's see how it goes. <laughs> and at the last minute they stop, you you make your way through it while yeah. you look in your rearview mirror. Well, Gilson's way the fuck back there. say. Like, there you go, pal. How's Bye, it feel? Gilson, right. you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 so here's here's a side note. So Gilson's from Brazil, and somewhere along the line, Gilson starts talking about riding in the Amazon. So knucklehead Rome, uh, Georgia, decides. <laughs> and I guess, he, you okay. I brought the picture up on the screen. Yeah, which one? He's the fellow wearing the Poughkeepsie shirt, if if I'm not mistaken. Poughkeepsie. Right, yeah. Yeah. So he's wearing Poughkeepsie shirt, thick head, no neck. No neck. Right. And you know what? So the first two nights he showed up at dinner. So it's all communal dinner. Yeah. You show up. He showed up with headphones on, listening to his own music. Right. While everybody else is sitting around. Yeah, because... What's going on here? But he did say that... If he's in a restaurant and there's loud noises, right. he tends to lose his grip. It's like, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> don't lose your grip. So, you know what I can tell you about Rome, Georgia? Tell me. That motherfucker can take a punch. Yeah. I think we could spend a week punching on that guy and he'd be totally okay with it. I've, I've met guys like him before. Yeah. That's the thing he's, from he's, the Fantastic Four right there. He's military. And, and yeah. you know what? He and Pete were in the Army. At the same Similar time. time. Yeah, they, yeah, they appear to be about the same age. Yeah. Yeah. And they were both in Germany. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, uh, you know, whereas Pete was traveling around Germany and right. taking the trains and stuff. Yeah. Old, old, his name is Paul. Old Pauly boy would never He's a barracks leave. rat. Yeah. They call it barracks rat. Okay. Term for that is a barracks rat. Yeah. You always got to watch those guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a piece yeah. of work. Uncle Sam spent a lot of money to send you to Europe and go do dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you just stayed at the barracks. Yeah, yeah. He, he did. Yeah, he's a barracks rat. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, but that, that's just what it is, you know. So he's bragging how he's going to go to Brazil and uh, uh, ride through the rainforest with Gilson. Yeah. And I finally looked at Pete. I said, Jesus Christ, poor Gilson's going to be stuck with, with Rome, Georgia for three weeks 
<laughs> in essentially the outback. Are you freaking it's kidding me? Fucking rainforest I, I, Brazil. I, Joe Gilson's going to get eaten. <laughs> well, <laughs> that dude. I was going to say, all right, Gilson, give him a fake email address. Oh, oh yeah. You know, just uh, motorcycles and uh, misfits at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you no. know, Eliza, she's so nice. She'd be like, yeah, I remember you. Come ride with us. Send her on the, send them on the Castles and Curves tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're always they, like. I don't think Cat McLeod would tolerate this dude. No. Cat McLeod's a very cool, very cool dude. Yeah. He wouldn't forget a passport somewhere. <laughs> Cat McLeod's got his shit together. Nice. Right? Like that's you know, he's one of these guys that leads a tour, mm. but he leads a tour. Cat's a very smart person. And he's also an extremely accomplished rider. And in the very little time I've spent with Cat, I've learned that Cat's got his shit together. And if he's running a tour, Cat's gonna have his shit together. And uh, they were joking about like, uh, you got to keep the, uh, you got to turn the cucumbers into pickles. They said, because at the beginning of the tour, there's all these cucumbers flying around the air. Mm. And that's when somebody leaves their passport at the hotel and it's a cucumber goes right up your ass and fucks the whole tour up. (laughs) So the idea is you want to prevent the cucumbers from flying up your ass and turn them into pickles. And then you know, have a nice pickles in your tour. ass are better? Well, no, 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 because the cucumber does what it's meant to do, which is oh, become a delicious pickle. Pickle, gotcha. Right, okay. as opposed or, to being... Or up your ass. Or up your ass. Right. right. You have two options. Sure. What do you want? Do you want the pickle? Sure. Or do you want the cucumber-shaped suppository? <laughs> no. Nope, no, 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 no. So that's the so deal. Chris, is uh, Gilson the third guy from the left? Yeah. 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 He's from Brazil. Yeah, he's got his arm around his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's long-haired Brazilian fella. Tell me about the guy in the Dainese shirt. Looks like Joe Hongosh with a bunch of arm tattoos. He's got one sleeve. Oh, gosh. The black T-shirt with the, with the red Dainese logo on it. Glasses. Oh, oh that's, that's, uh, that's Frank. Frank CK. Frank with CK? Yeah, yeah Frank CK. <laughs> Not Louis CK, Frank CK. Frank. Frank CK. Frank, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, the because you got a very tight group here. This is a very small group yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah, and and that and that was nice because yeah. everybody kind of kept their shit together. Yeah, that's uh, nice. You know, people didn't show up late, right, to take off in the mornings and stuff like that. Right. Um, interesting. So two uh, things that I thought was interesting. So there, I sent you a photo of Pete on the back of a horse. That's rearing oh, up. Oh, that horse yeah. is so majestic. Yep. That's so majestic. So while we were stopped at that wacky little spot, yeah. and I think these tour guys stop at certain spots that mm-hmm. they know they're going to be there because yep. people are selling earrings and bracelets and all sorts of horse shit, right? <laughs> and um, <laughs> so- It's a unique marketing opportunity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And and it's, it's funny because- they they want to sell you this pair of glasses right. for for ten dollars, right? And uh, what what Pete figured out is you offer him a buck, right? And uh, they say no, no, no. You walk away and say, okay, I'll take a buck, right? So yeah. it's like you you divide everything by ten. Anyhow, while while I'm standing <laughs> around waiting for Pete to get off the horse, a guy walks up to me and says, uh, "Is this an organized tour?" Because he was on a bus trip. Okay. With with his wife and a bunch of other people, and I said, "Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, this guy over here, he's running it. You can get his card and everything like that." Oh, and, sorry, uh, terrible audio. And <laughs> and the guy says, uh, "I said the guy said, where, where where are you from?" He says, "I'm from California." I said, "Okay, well, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio." He says, "Oh, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio." I said, no, oh, shit. of course. I said, "Where where'd you grow up?" Brexville. I said, "Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's right down the road." 
So, so you got to uh, go 5,000 miles just to meet more people from Ohio. Well, so so worse than that is is the first night that we are out of um, Lisbon. We're in, we're in Spain, and uh, we're in this hotel, and a woman is asking about us. And, uh, she, she, you know, she says, where are you guys from? And Pete and I said, we're Greater Cleveland. She says, oh, my son lives in Greater Cleveland. <laughs> I said, really? What, what part of Greater Cleveland does, does, she li- or does he live in? He, he says, Rocky River. <laughs> I said, yeah, what street? <laughs> she says, Erywood. I said, I know where Erywood is. So, uh, so you know, it's just serendipity. You know, here you are, you know, 8,000 miles away, and, and you bump into a couple of people that yeah. grew up and lived around you. Yeah, you're just on the other side of the planet. Yeah. Yeah. So this, what, what I'll say about this is, so this is kind of a kitschy kind of thing. So for, I don't know, it's like, Thirteen dollars or something like that. Right. Um, you get to ride the um, the camels, and uh, so there's a, an older guy and a young kid who's probably twenty, and so they walk the camels about a mile into the into the Sahara. You dismount. You take pictures and bullshit like that. Right. Well, the well the twenty year old says, "Give me your camera." So you give me your camera. This kid is taking these photos with, with the smartphones. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at him afterwards. I said, man, this kid belongs you know, in, a, in a professional <laughs> uh, photography class or something like that. Because he's doing such nice photos from low angles right. and getting the sun or the, everything it's setting. He's and, making uh, everybody look good. Well, yeah. And, and then Pete says, yeah, well, he's only done this you know, <laughs> yeah. three times a day for you know, 300 days a year. But he did a very, very good job. Yeah. That's that's the point of that. Um, and usually, too, when you are in a tourist environment and everyone's like, oh, you know what? Shit. I, I don't want to listen to the instructor. Mm-hmm. I want to take a picture. Shut up. Listen to the instructor. Somebody will come by to take your picture. Mm-hmm. If you think you're going to miss this fucking Kodak moment, there have been a thousand other people with sunburn before you who they have taken pictures of. Plus, the dude is probably going to make about a thousand bucks in tips that day. Exactly. So, right, yeah. right. That is. Yeah, a but a thousand bucks comes out, comes out to be ten. Yeah, Malim. Yeah, <laughs> if you're talking about a thousand Malim, you know that that's ten dollars. Dinars. Yeah. yeah, dinars are very. Yeah, they're not going far. Yeah, they they divide their hundreds. They divide their dollars into thousands, not hundreds. Ooh. Yeah, it's a tougher economy. Yeah. So that was cool. I mean, I did that. The guys where I was staying uh, in Tunisia, I did spend some time up there, and the guy would show up on the beach with like four camels, dromedaries, single humpers, one humpers. And he'd show up with a bunch of one humpers to do that shtick, right? Mm-hmm. To, to do the thing. And then he realized we were all a bunch of 18, 20 year old army guys. And he was like, I see an opportunity here. <laughs> and then he was like, and he brought two humpers. <laughs> well, I know. So what he basically said was, he goes like, he's like, so who wants to, you know, like, you know, they, English isn't a real big language there. Yeah. So there's a lot of French going on. But he's kind of like, who wants to ride a camel? And 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 at that point, an entire brigade raised their hand <laughs> and went, we want to ride a camel. <laughs> and he went, well, I have four camels. Yeah. And so they he started saying, well, put your money down. And whoever puts you know the most money down gets to ride a camel. And we became competitive with each other. Because <laughs> fuck you, I'm riding that camel. And so we did. And we threw money down until the guy was like, okay, these are my four winners. Yeah. And he put each of us on a camel, which is pretty good because the camels have like a pretty decent getting on system. 
They're like a modern uh, Pan America, <laughs> yeah, the right? Current. They they lower down for you, and you get on the camel, and the camel then gets back up because we were you know nineteen years old and one <laughs> percent body fat and one hundred and eighty pounds, <laughs> and we get up on the camel, and then they're like, okay, and then the guy's like, okay, great, and then what he normally did was he'd normally like you know walk you around a little bit, and then you know off you fuck, mm-hmm. but we kind of were like a couple of the guys ridden horses before. And I was like, well, I know how a horse works. And the only difference with the camel is the wrong kind of saddle sitting on the wrong part of the horse. I got this. And so I'm like, and I just give it a little bit of heels. Are you in front or behind the hump? Behind the hump. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cafe racer style. You yeah. don't want to do it any other way. He's down over the top. I'm not a fucking cruiser fag. Come on, man. And uh, So I just give a little, and it turns out that's a universal language to camels. And I get a little and just kick my heels back a little bit and the camel just busts into a trot pretty good. I was like, oh yeah, we're good now. (laughs) I've had horses worse than this. And we start just kind of wandering across the sand. And Rakim over there is just like, oh, this this job does itself. (laughs) So pretty soon Rakim loops us back around again. He gets the camel back. And because I wasn't trying to go anywhere far with it, but he he starts he realizes he can line these camels up and make more money. So we just start racing each other. And it turns out your average American infantryman will make it about nine to 10 meters before rapidly disembarking the camel. (laughs) You'd think the camel had a fucking ejector seat, the way (laughs) these guys fell off these camels. And I fell off camel three or four times because they're pretty high. Like, Oh, they are, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty tall. And uh, you fall off, you know it, but just sand, so it's not too bad. Was uh, was it pleasing? Were there any really good camel toes around? Or well, the, you can't miss it. Uh, but the thing, you know, two things about camels that you should know: one is if if they want your attention, they'll spit at you. Mm-hmm. They will, and that does happen all the time. And if they don't like what you're doing, if you're being a fuckwit, they have an education system built into every camel. That is called, I'm going to put you on the ground and fucking step on you. And a camel will put you on the ground and step on you fast. Yeah. Super fast. Like jujitsu fast? Enough that you won't want to get back on again. No matter how much money you put in a hat. You'll be like, no, I'm done. And we did that. And and I rode camels all over. But it looks like they were leading you over the dunes and pretty cool. Like, you all are up yeah, on I some mean, dromedaries. It was, yeah. It's badass. So it was just a, you know, an hour out. And a, yeah. You know. No, that's a, sitting there and an hour back. That's so. really good. That's beautiful, man. And do you know the rule about one hump, one hump versus two humps? Tell me. Okay. A one hump hamble, camel is a dromedary camel, and you can trust a one hump camel. A two hump camel, you cannot trust. They bring them out for the photo op because everybody wants to see a two hump camel. Yeah. They're shaggier, they're more photogenic and everything else. But fuck trying to ride one. So only time I've been thrown by a camel, and I've been thrown by a few horses, but I got onto a two-hump Asian camel, and I got my world rocked. Hmm. And I'm, first of all, you have a whole hump you can hang onto, and they're kind of fleshy and fun to hold onto. But <laughs> since dated a couple so of gals like that, yeah. kind of fleshy and fun to hold on to. I think that's what they said about me. I was going to say, <laughs> pictures of my first girlfriend. You know, I was well-equipped for that job. Yeah. Now- but I'm hanging, I, I know that thing fucked me up. Ugh. And that camel had not one bit of chill. So that, when when the guy was like, oh, you know what you're doing. 
you can get on this one. And I was like, yeah, that's the Lawrence of Arabia motherfucker right there. I want a picture on that. And it took me about seven seconds to get totally fucking, <laughs> yeah, professional bull rider. I am not. PBR rodeo, fuck that. I was down. And I got thrown down super duper hard. And then that thing looked at me like, I'm just going to kill you. <laughs> and I'd been shot at several times that week. And the camel fucked me up more. <laughs> I mean, straight up. PTSD? Nope, yep. nope, nope. Show me a double camel. humper fucking camel. I'm out. I'm leaving. If you bring one in here right now for a petting zoo, I will give it a respectful distance. I'm not going to threaten it. I'm going to look at it hard. I'm not going to do anything. I'll be using telephoto the whole time because fuck those double humpers. Yep. But the, what you guys were on, those dromedaries, those are yeah. some sweet ass animals right there. Yeah. yeah. And you can, the milk, ice cream, like everything. That camel is a, a proper, that's a proper animal right there. So I'm glad you got the chance to ride them. Yeah. They're pretty chill. Yeah. The only other thing that was kind of kind of wacky is, you know, I'm not a particularly fast motorcyclist, but there are some... <laughs> we come back to that again. Well, you know, there's some times where we were doing 100 miles an hour on, on these BMWs, yeah. on these yeah, yeah. on these highways. And it's like, you know, I'm I'm the guy that says, well, I don't like going this fast. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we in such a hurry? It's just uh, more desert. Well, you know, this is on highways, yeah. so we did have some highway riding, and and the lead guy was always in a hurry to get mm. to the hotel that night and disembark yeah. and get everybody yeah, settled in. Everybody, yeah. So he'll rip and tear. And, Make time while you can. Yeah, so you're up to 160 kilometers an hour. It's yeah. like, Pete, how fast you going? It's like, Jesus, I got to slow down. So were you the only two guys on communicators? Yeah. 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 Well, that had to be nice. Can you imagine if that other guy had it? Other trips, I, I got <laughs> yeah. to let you know, in a lot of other trips, everybody has communicators. Yeah. Right? So they can keep you tight and talk talk you through a situation that you know you might not be familiar with. Like, we're going to do the third out on this traffic circle. So if you get fucking separated, don't freak out. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, but what I will tell you is, in that part of Africa, the roads are a little slippery. Yes, they are. And that's what a lot, not a lot of people realize. I think they're going to go there and tear the place up like they own it. And what you don't realize is it may not have rained there for a long time, but that asphalt is slipperier than shit. Yeah. And you think the road looks dry and safe in the whole deal, and you're trying to do some aggressive braking. It's super fucking dangerous. Uh, the roads do not have the same level of grip that we have in America, that you're coming around a turn, it is so easy to lose the back end. Well, and there's sand that'll yep. that'll blow across. Oh, it wanders the road. across the road constantly. And yeah. I've I felt the ABS a couple of times. Yep. Yep. You know, kind of slow me up and, and yeah. There's and, and a, correct. There's the Mexicans have. Tw- or, I'm sorry, the Mexicans. The Alaskans have 26 words for snow. Inuit people, right? 26 words for snow. And what I learned when I was in the desert is there's at least four different kinds of sand. And there's sand that we all know, and they get mul- they get gradually smaller until you get to what's called peshpesh, and peshpesh is talcum powder. Hmm. And when pe- when you get into an area that's got peshpesh, that's sand that's been fucked multiple times, and it is now truly talcum powder. And anything that it gets on, whether it's your skin or your clothing or your bike or anything, it is now just slippery as fuck, hmm. and you can't trust it. That's the way the roads are up in, uh, like, in New York. Yeah, and the service roads mm-hmm. when it doesn't rain for like a month. Yeah, it's just like that. It's yeah. like talcum powder. Yeah, and you if and the roads are so 
um, crowned, crowned. Yeah, that you could just slide if you don't have a cross tracks on your on your tires. The bike just slides. Oh shit! Sideways. Oh my! The, the thing down the road. Yeah, because you can't thing. get yourself back up to the crown of the road. Well, you you, you have to you have to change your direction so wow. that your, your tires will grip and go up there. Yeah. But if you're just riding straight, the yeah. bike slowly slides. It's just creeping off the edge of the road. Right. Oh fuck that. Oh man. So so one other thing that yeah, I, I that that we noticed was as we're driving through Morocco. Um, there would be uh, stoppages, and the local nationales were out there. The federales, uh, yeah, yeah, and they and they were they were stopping groups of cars right. or vans and Is stuff in like Morocco? that. Morocco, yeah, yeah. Now, when when they saw Carlos come through, yeah. and on the front of his bike it says, you know, Moto Explorers and right. stuff like that, and we were all kind of in you know, a line, so they would wave us through. Yeah. So after about the second day, I asked him. I said, so. How come they don't stop us, or who are they stopping? And he says, "Well, he said the Moroccans are very conscientious about Al Qaeda coming mm-hmm. into right. uh, Morocco from from the east, mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> any any group that doesn't present themselves as somebody that looks like touristas, yeah, and yeah. and we do, yeah. they they stop them and they go through all sorts of dog shit to yeah. to look through what." what they got going on. So, um, and, and, you know, these are, uh, uh, federales with, you know, automatic weapons oh, yeah. strapped yeah. across their chest and stuff like that. Cause the first couple of times you're going through, I'm, I'm slowing down. I'm looking, you know, they're going to pull us over. And of course, Gilson in, in the back actually stopped one time. Oh, really? As, as we all got through. Yeah. So we're maybe a quarter mile down, and everybody right. stopped and turned around. Well, here comes Gilson, but he stopped to I don't know, talk to the fucking cops or something like that. I was like Jesus Christ, just keep going, man. Yeah, man. I don't you know, talk to cops. Let him let him hit your wife or something like that. Trust oh. me, the only the only words that you have in common is heckler and koch. There is no commonality that right there. I've been to that part of the world, and you're like, oh, okay, well. He's got a G3. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well done. I'm the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, that is it. It's a big gulp, say. I don't, okay, see you later. I, I don't need to fucking be around here. Unless you're pointing at me, telling me to pull over, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to proceed gaily forward. Yep. And that is the secret for traveling in the Middle East, yeah. is until you are being fucked with directly, don't even be a spectator. Yeah, don't don't look them in the eye either because no. they they let the first three guys go yeah. through. You just you just you know follow the rest of them through and get the hell out of there. Well, it's like being a vampire, right? If if they can't see you, right? right? Okay. If you cast no reflection, if you're invisible, right? right? Yeah. The whole idea is just to maintain this sort of like I can see all of you, but y'all can't see me, right? Right? Unless I want you to see me, and that's that jam is when you're traveling in strange parts of the world. Eye contact. It's like when we have customers come to the door here. Steve knows. Don't look them in the eye. They sit there. They're pawing at the door. They can see the bikes, and they're pawing, and they're pawing. The best. The best is when you're prepping stuff or doing something. Like, I don't talk to people. That's not my job. So they can stand there all day going, and I'm like, I'm sorry. You'll have to excuse Steve. He's a deaf mute. Yes. Like, 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 Like 
first time it happened to me, I'm like, well, should I should I do something about this? And you and Renee both were like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've knocked on that door with purpose. Before. Yes. Like, I was here for a reason. Yeah. Do, do, do. I was here to buy oil or some shit. Yes. And you guys just ignore him like, oh, I guess I'll fucking call the number. <laughs> yeah. That's why Sleepy put it in three-inch tall oh, yeah. print on the door. <laughs> I've seen it happen. I have seen people paw at the door, like, knock on the door, nothing. The yeah. phone will ring like yep. three minutes yep. later and be like, hey, I'm outside. I'd like to buy something. And he's like, all right, cool. And jumps yeah, up. And fantastic. Well, I <laughs> I knocked on the door. instruction. We're letting you in. <laughs> I knocked on the door once, called, and then this lady walked up with me and yeah. you denied her, but let me in. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, the best is when I show I straight up will do that. And I have, I am, I should have been working in Germany in 88. I would have kept the wall up. <laughs> I show up and somebody pulls in and they're like, they're like, what they like want to be a customer. And they want to like, be a customer. And I'm like walking up with the key going, I'm going to play this out for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I let I, I let Parker in, and I'm like, "Hey, come on in, Parker!" And I put my hand up. I came to get the stuffed box. <laughs> <laughs> I just I heard Renee had a freshly stuffed box. Yeah, she, she texted me. She's like, "You're in Lakewood. You just want to pick it up." I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> well, I'll throw in some more. I'll stuff some more stuff. In put the some box. more stuff in my box. On the Tom, have you had have you had a uh, have you had a Klingon? So like, I'd be out filling a bike up at the gas station, come back and <laughs> oh, the no, dude would, no, 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 but the dude would see me coming through the door. Uh, and next thing I know, remember I'd walk in and the oh, yeah. dude followed me. I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. What, how did you get yep. in here? Oh, yep. it's, it is a, it is a membrane. It yeah. is a membrane yeah, yeah, yeah. that only staff there can was, make it through. Yeah. There, was, there was one morning so far. There's only been one morning where I showed up exactly. Yeah. Time somebody else showed up in a car yeah. and I'm walking towards the door and he's walking towards the door. I'm like, I'm going to let him get there first. <laughs> I'm going to let him get there first. <laughs> Yeah, I, I still don't have like you know Cleveland Moto gear. I still wear my old shirts. You can have as much as you want. Uh, I, I still wear my old FX Moto shirts. It's fine. Yeah. There's a, a I for a little while. Um, our uncle uh, Uncle Sam uh, he paid me to live in this part of Africa called Tunisia, and Tunisia is beautiful. I mean, don't believe me, guys. Tunisia is gorgeous. I I cannot oversell it. It's a beautiful place. And it is great, especially if you're 20 years old. And if you're 20 years old and you want to see parts of the world that you've never seen before, having Uncle Sam send you and the rest of your brigade to Tunisia is pretty cool, right? It's pretty neat. But uh, the problem really wasn't Tunisia. The problem was Libya. And that was a Qaddafi thing. You know, there was some tension there. It's an understatement of the century. Tripoli is the headquarters of the PLO. And things have happened there. It's been a very kind of interesting, energetic part of human history. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. kind of active. It's active. There's things happening. Yeah. And don't so, they have, like, one of the best um, aquifer systems in Africa? You would know that. <laughs> <laughs> the sewer guy. Yeah. The sewer guy. <laughs> How do they do with hydrodynamics? <laughs> Let me tell you. I couldn't fucking tell you. But here's what I can tell you is, as soon as I got... Um, off the boat is they flew us in the plane. They put the tanks on the boat and we were stationed in this little beach town that was, uh, directly across the water from Libya. Hey, you know, he's gonna, we're just training. Don't worry about it. We're not even here. And immediately, as soon as I was, we got there, I was like, Ooh, 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 when can I go? <laughs> when can I go to Morocco? <laughs> and all the people like you're, we're on deployment, asshole. And I was like, but sooner or later, I'm going to get a 48-hour 48 48 pass because that's the way the Army works. Mm -hmm. And I used to travel the whole world while I was in the Army. I never stayed put. 
I never also never came home. My mom was pissed. <laughs> so <laughs> joined for the military for seven years. Yeah. No reason to come home. Mm. And uh, so I kept checking. And I was like, well, as soon as I get a two-day or three-day pass, fuck you, I'm going to Morocco. Because that's only the 600 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, one day over, one day back. <laughs> one day over, one day back. It's exactly right. And uh, I got to do one day in, one day there, and one day back. And it's a really funny thing because I I'd convinced two or three of my idiot friends, look, we're 20 years old. Mm-hmm. We're in Africa. We got to do, we got to like go on a fucking safari, even though it's the wrong part of Africa. Yeah. And uh, we were like, we got to go to Algiers. And I was like, well, we can go. I, I was getting out our one to 50 thousandths army maps and I'm getting out military maps and I'm going, well, Algiers is here and Tangiers is here and Morocco's here. Thunder run. Let's go. Yeah. And that was when we discovered that those Mercedes Benz buses that go like a hundred miles an hour through villages and they just like open the door and people fall out. And then they open the door <laughs> and people fall Our in. Stops coming up, roll. Oh my fucking God. And like you're going through a place like the whole village has a dollar value of like seven. Right. <laughs> but a Mercedes bus that costs like $250,000 then yeah. never goes below 70 miles an hour as it goes through the village. Tuck and roll, tuck and roll. And when they pass each other, they open the window and the one guy puts his hand out and the other guy puts his hand out and they high five. <laughs> As one Mercedes bus is clearing the dirt off the other Mercedes bus, yeah. it's terrifying how fast they are. No, and 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 they're they're taking those they're taking those tight turns like they're you know GP racers. And, until you've been to that part of the world and realized like parts of Tunisia aren't doing so good, and so you'll see like a Peugeot two hundred four, Peugeot two hundred five. The French had a strong influence there. And you see these old cars from the 70s and 80s and shit that are barely holding it together. I've been in the back of a Peugeot taxi cab with three or four other Americans fucking loaded on illegal wine and <laughs> and had go head to head with a Mercedes bus wow. and watched our taxi driver just put it in the fucking sand. Because he's like, you can't win against the tourist bus. Wow. That is the that is the spine of the economy right there. Mm. And so they have the right of way in every situation. It's a big, giant, monolithic, it's, it's, black tourist bus. It's, it's just like ship rules. It is. It is exactly. It is nautical law, rules. Law, yeah, law of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrifying. <laughs> and every single time I'd be like, oh, this is great. We're having a good time. One of those fucking goddamn Mercedes fucking buses would just push us into the, into the, I'd say weeds, but there's no weeds. Yeah. There's only water bottles. Like that is the tribute. Like if you traveled in, you know, there's two things, there's sand and there's plastic. <laughs> so when you look off to this, the horizon, you see sand and plastic because there's more sand than you can get rid of. And there's more plastic than you can get rid of. And that's the way Afri- North Africa is. Yeah. So there's a, I, did not bring with me the the YouTube video on the motorcycle going up and down that one pass. But if you look up mm. um, Cadillac Morocco, Cat- yeah, Morocco, yeah, that shows that turn. It's the Dales or something like that. I forget what it's called. Um, it's one L, yeah. So, I'm sure we can find it. Yeah. So if you run that video, that yeah. that that'll give you a good idea of how we. 
had to take that thing up. So that's some world famous thing. So Cadillac yep. uh, recorded a commercial on their, yep. I don't know, CTS or whatever. Yep. It's for the CTS. Yeah. And the, uh, that's, uh, a lot of car companies have used that particular piece of road to, right. to show their performance, of their vehicles. It's just incredibly scenic. And of course there, there's going to be the beer Ritz and everything because that's the search. But that hit, particular, hit video, it's, it's this world, it's this road. Yeah, yeah. So it's the Tisdrin Pass and it's the second most winding road in the world. And I don't know what the standards are for most winding worlds. I've been in the Dolomites. I've been in Northern Europe. I've been to Lombard Street in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I've been to a lot of very twisty roads. <laughs> and this is fucking frightening. And it's uh, the Dades Gorge road you know it's not fair though lombard's not it's just a it's just a seesaw it's it not is. even a road like you're not riding up <laughs> no you basically fun, right you know? right you're basically just going up the hill turning around and going down the hill yeah yeah, yeah. and that's the so that's the deadest road and that's a legendary fucking road uh that like the dolomites like anywhere it's where the driver going up the hill and the driver going down the hill can high five prior to entering the turn Mm-hmm. You know, um, they're they're frighteningly steep and and again, uh, not all of them have that one foot tall little barrier. But that's essentially all they had. <laughs> yeah. Look, man, I've traveled a lot. In, if you missed it, I've traveled a lot in the Alpine region where you get a white, a stone painted white every twelve feet. Yeah, and that's it. And you get like in the middle of the night, I'm driving. You know, at the time. You know, I had an old BMW, an R69, and I'm driving my BMW in the middle of the night because I spent too long at my girlfriend's house. And uh, that six volt light really puts out a lot. Fuck <laughs> that bike, man. Yeah, that R that R69. I know everyone's like, "Oh, dude, that's a part of BMW history." I want one. I trust me, <laughs> I know. And living in Germany when I did in 1987, an R69 was just an 18 year old motorcycle nobody wanted. And it, it wasn't like an R69 US that was this, you know, transplanted piece of Nirvana. It was just a motorcycle and it was a cheap motorcycle. And it was a motorcycle I could buy for 700 bucks as a private in the army. So it was pretty decent. But so, driving up those roads where you basically only have one white, white rock every 12 feet yeah. and the white rocks are stitching your ride home together. Yeah. So you talk about how cheap BMWs were in Germany because yes. they literally are nothing there. No, they're nothing there. So same instance, my dad was Air Force. Yep. In Germany. Yep. Won his BMW in a poker game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like you do. Like you do. And he's still mad at himself because he left it behind. He yep. would have brought it home and he's like, now nah, get one when I get home. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the truth. I mean, for for lack of a better term, when I purchased my motorcycle, uh, my motorcycle was not special. <laughs> my motorcycle was just, I literally bought it at a breaker's yard that was a, a, oh, yeah. a, a, a breaker. Like, it was just, you want that one? Mm. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and and it was about the cheapest goddamn thing I could buy. But the uh, it was one set of Earl's Forks away from being desirable because you could buy a 1969 BMW two ways. You could buy it with an Earl's fork, 
which meant every American fetish, you know, is oh, going yeah. to be all over you. Yeah. Or you could buy it with the telescopic folks, forks, which meant that they were going to work. Nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> and so an R69 S is different than an R69 US. So an R69 S has a traditional fork. And then the the US was the one that everybody wanted. What was the the bike you just pulled up had like a thirty seven gallon? That one did. I saw that particular the Hosk. Yeah, that was the Hosk. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. No, it literally is like seven gallons. Yeah, Yeah. it's massive. So yeah, there was one of those at the Piston Power Show. Yeah, Yeah. it was gray and had that big ass tank on it. And when it's gray, it's bigger. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) when it's gray. Yeah, there's that one that looks like the standard peanut tank. The black is other one has like sculpted. Yeah, the uh, they're insane. But that was my motorcycle when I was 18 years old, and it wasn't because I had a fondness for BMWs. It was this. Ex- so my motorcycle came from the factory red. It was this bike, our the US, which had the telescopic fork on it. Uh, when I bought it, it had been red, but then it had been green, and then it had been black. So every time paint would fall off of it, it would be a different color underneath. So we called it the gobstopper. And, uh, but yeah, my motorcycle was three different colors by the time I owned it. And it's not a great motorcycle. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, uh, my buddy had a Ninja 250. He bought it at the PX and it was super faster than my bike. Yeah. So that's a, that's a thing. But I did ride it through the Dolomites and I rode it through the Alps and I rode it all over the fucking place. And, uh, you see the turn signals up there mm-hmm. on the handlebars. Uh, those are called ox eye turn signals or ox augen turn signals. And it turns out if you're drunk and you fall down a lot, you'll buy these a lot. <laughs> I had like seven of them know? at one point. I, I'd go into the guy's shop and I was like, I, I need, I need two more ox augen. And he's and like valve covers, <laughs> valve cover. Oh, mine yeah. were gefucked. So to <laughs> yeah. use a proper German term, mine were up gefucked. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Mine were pretty well the, smooth. The number of those that I've had to replace. Yeah. Somebody went, you know what? JV will work just fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I did, I did mine, but at the time in, in 87, 88, yeah, 89, yeah. The valve covers were about 12 marks. Yeah. That's decent. That's like eight bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. You yeah. can, you can live with that and they're easy enough to take on and off. Oh so, yeah. yeah. Uh, two tens and a 13. Yeah. Two tens yeah. and a 13. You're done. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, the Piston Power Show is being uh, sponsored by Summit Racing. Free tickets that if anybody needs free tickets. Is that still happening or is that over? It was last week. It was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. That happened, dude. I had, I won them. I had tickets. That happened. to my friend. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But tell us a little bit now that we've been to Morocco. Mm Mm-hmm. How about some American twisties? Because Chris oh, survived. Man. Chris survived Portugal. Yep. Chris survived Spain. Marrakesh, Spain. He survived Marrakesh. He survived Tangiers. Did you go through Casablanca? No. Okay, because that shit's crazy. Yeah, that was it that was shit's crazy. Too, too nuts. But that's Fez, crazy. Yeah, Rabat. Yeah, I don't think I would ever go back to Casablanca. Yeah. Schmaltz. <laughs> oh, that's right. You. <laughs> Spelled differently. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> the P is silent. The P is silent. Um, okay, so tell us about your trip. So me, Dan, uh, Nick, and Johnny Mac, we went back to the Blue Ridge Mountains this mm-hmm. year for our annual, um, now annual, uh, now Blue annual right. mountains trip. Right. Um, if you've ever traveled with John, which I know you have, mm-hmm. he's full of surprises. Yes. And so before we even got down there, we had the most amazing time because he introduced me to Bucky's. The world's <laughs> the world's largest gas station, which I am currently wearing the shirt of. Well, as we found out, 
Tom. Wait. 247 pumps? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 247 pumps, 67,000 square feet of gas station on the inside. <laughs> that each they, new that, one gets bigger. Each one. 1,000 square feet, John said. Every time they build a new one, they build it 1,000 square feet bigger so that it, that <sighs> one is the world's biggest. Um, they have clothing, food, um, like actually really good food for very affordable prices, like a good burrito. This is the small. That's yeah, right. the small <laughs> coffee. That is a Bucky's. That was probably affordable, right? Oh, the yeah. cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything is affordable. Yeah. And they pay people. Their general manager makes 250 grand a year. The, oh, em- yeah. the employees no. are 2150. Or if you work overnight, you add $2 to that. The the food totally manager food manager one hundred twenty five grand a year. This is why they're always happy when you go in. Yeah, like everybody that works there is always happy. Because we so, got there at O Dark Thirty. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, and we they still rolled out the brisket for me because I oh, can't have the sandwich. Bro, we were there. We were there at like eleven the first time we stopped because we had to go back on the way back. But when we got there, it was like it was still like one hundred fifty people. But it was like one a.m. or something. It was oh, crazy, yeah. right? Well, it's it's the Disneyland of the South. Oh yeah, and and everybody's happy. <laughs> they have everything you've ever wanted. Anything that you can imagine, anything that you would need for your car, food, anything. It's, it's insane. It's a flea market and gas station all, all in one. one. Yep. Totally worth yep. it. 100%. I was very much disturbed when Tom and I, and we went to the Bucky's on the trip back from New Orleans. Yep. We stopped at the Bucky's. The great escape. So we could put 9,000 gallons of fuel in the rental truck. Right. And I was shocked when I went into Bucky's and discovered there were Bucky's swimsuits. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. multiple Bucky's oh, swimsuits. Yeah. Uh, well, they have everything. They they, they have Bucky fire pits. Bucky Six foot fire pits. back in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to cover your beaver. <laughs> but the yes. food, the food selection, the big bucking sandwich, John. John. <laughs> so. They'll sell it. They'll sell that. John spent $94 on food when we got oh. there. Yes. When you Okay. 100 100%. So there's, so there's one they opened buy? one two brisket sandwiches, a sausage on a stick. Which is great. They, it's a sausage on a stick wrapped in oh a burrito. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> they opened one in Leeds, Alabama, literally across the street from Barber Motorsports. Yeah. Yeah, it is. This is where you eat now. Yes, yep. it is. If you're at Barber, <laughs> trust me. If you're at Barber, you're eating at Bucky's. Yeah, Bucky's. yeah, yeah. Because a slice of pizza at Barber is seventeen fifty. Yeah. A Pepsi at Barber is twelve fifty. Mm-hmm. You can walk to Bucky's. Oh yeah. And you can just you walk into Bucky's and you're like, oh, reasonable okay. price. I yeah. am surprised yeah. the tram doesn't run there. Yet. I know. Yep. Yes, <laughs> I totally fucking agree. I completely agree. So. Yeah. Anyway, so continue. So we get we we leave Bucky's. Yeah. Wait, wait. Before you say that, John bought a Bucky's onesie. Yes, it's like it's a, a Furby. And yeah. he, he was <laughs> I, I, he walks in Monday or Tuesday because he was off Monday with his Furby on. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, what the what the fuck? And he's just like. <laughs> what the hell? What the he hell? Bought, is that? What he, he bought, bought was the Bucky's one Bucky's the, pajamas. It makes him look oh, like yeah. a fucking hey. six foot five, three hundred and ten pound yes. beaver. Oh yeah, he literally does look like a terrifying demented. It's a beaver suit. Let's just call it what yeah. it is. It's a fucking beaver suit. So and and but in on John the fact that they make this thing in a triple extra and ginormous. <laughs> Well, he asked, he asked all the people there. He's like, should I buy this? And everybody in the store went, yeah, it's $25. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Steve. Phil. Phil. Of course they make it in his size. This is small. small. (laughs) 
He's a big guy. The double extra large beverage has wheels. Yeah. It's a fucking water buffalo from the military that's painted red with a beaver on the side. And they're like, it's the big gulp. gulp. Oh, yeah. It's no. the super big Ooh. gulp. It's like the it's like the fuel pod on the fuel pod and fury road. Yep. Absolutely. The oh, so John did show up today at the shop with the Bucky's beaver suit suit. Yeah. With the with the with a with a hashtag beaver tail. Mm hmm. Legit. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's legit. Yeah, it's it's great. legit. Oh, yeah. For twenty five dollars, I've never seen so, twenty four ninety five. I yes. checked. There's never. There's nothing so legit. And can you imagine the nine year olds in China trying to figure out what the fuck they're making? I know. Because they're like, okay, this is bigger than my house. Yeah. It has a beaver tail. This is for one man. This is for one man. <laughs> All we know is it's a tanuki with a red hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's so fucking bizarre. It's, okay. I mean, legitimately, when you used it with, before they, the giant expansion of, yes. the, of Bucky's taking over, when, yes. you, when you hit the border at Texas, it says Bucky's 377 miles. Yes, it does. Yeah. And you have to drive, and you're like, what What the hell is Bucky's? And every hundred, every hundred miles, they're like, Bucky's is not that far ahead. And you're like, any poor child from Cleveland that's ever been driven to Disneyland knows that you're going to see sounds for signs for south of the border. Yep. As soon as you start hitting West Virginia, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. And you're going to be like, what's south of the border? And eventually you're going to get there and you'll be like, okay, that's like 17 concrete dinosaurs. Yep. And it's a bad decision. And a rocket yep. ship. Right. And a rocket ship. Yeah, and and sombrero. And a lot of fucking sombreros. Yeah. Or as they said, Pedro says, you never saw such a deal. <laughs> Sausage, get it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. But, but like, Bucky's is the payout. For Bucky's travel. is a nationwide but, version of South of the Border. It is. But on top of that, yeah. though, it is very clean. It is very, the food is affordable. Oh, yeah. Everything. The gas is affordable. There's no bad and there's, except for the people, like when we hit the day, it's insanely crowded. Except for the fact that if you want to go from pump one oh, and leave. to pump 147, yeah. you're going to go through a time zone. Yeah. 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 Like, it's long. Oh, it yeah. is. Like we, I got the truck, like, cause I got a giant, giant truck yeah, with a giant, giant trailer. Because it almost held almost, oh, Almost, almost held all of my bikes. <laughs> There's still five left. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to turn the truck around and get staged so that when Tom and Becky come out of the, the, the Bucky's, I'll be at least pointing in the right direction. Right. Well, what I realized is that Bucky's sits on a piece of property. Like the IX Center is smaller. Yeah, right. Right. No, it's huge. You know, Northrop Grumman, Boeing is yep. smaller yeah. than your average Bucky's. Right. And Bucky's is a city unto itself. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now that I know that Bucky's exists, there is no concern over Walking Dead. There is no concern over like bombing of America. No, because Bucky's exists. Mm-hmm. And as long as Bucky's exists, there'll be 90,000 gallons of diesel yep. right. under the ground. Yep. There'll be 200,000 gallons of 87 octane under the ground. And all the food that comes on a stick oh, yeah. or a roller yeah. that you could ever want. I am surprised they don't have demolition derbies yet. At Bucky's? Because they're that big. They are that big. They're pretty fucking big. (laughs) They're pretty fucking big. It's a place where there's like, oh, well, I got to get some air because we had a a soft tire in the trailer. So, you know, rental trailer, we had a soft tire. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to find the air, which is hilarious. I'm driving around Bucky's trying to find the air outlet. And I realized that the air outlet was its own fucking mecca. It had had its own island. It it did. Mm -hmm. The air outlet was like seven air outlets. And I was like, oh, 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 okay, all right, that's cool. 
And I was like, well, I'm not sure because, you know, you're driving a 26-foot-long truck and, you know, you got a 20-foot-long trailer. You got a lot of shit going on. I was like, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to sidle up next to this thing. No, I could have sidled up with a fucking 737. Space was not an issue at Bucky's. That's not it. That is where asphalt goes to die. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, that is... It's it's Walmart parking lot plus. Oh, my. It is so big. <laughs> Bucky's. Yeah, and that. what do you do? You just you, you stop, you fill up your gas tank, you take a shit, you, you, spend a you lot grab of money $30 food. worth of food, and off you fuck. Or so getting back to North Carolina. Right on. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Chris. Yeah. So anyway, bring Word. us back around. So we got, John made me drive at, at one point at the right. night, and so like I basically pulled up. So Nick once again killed the Airbnb. It was in the middle of the mountains. God bless him. Middle of nowhere. Uh, mountains, but we got there at three in the morning. Right. And if you know, when you're driving into the mountains up there, like I'm like, we, the, your headlights are going into the yeah, sky yeah. and you really can't see where you're going. So we're like, I'm pulling on both of our bikes and the trailer and John's car. And I'm like, well, here's the address, but right. I don't see a house. Okay. And so he gets out with this flashlight and he's like, I don't see anything either. Then he goes like this and then goes down like that. Nah. And our house is like a 45 degree angle <laughs> down yes. like this. So now we got to high side the trailer. Right. Well, first of all, I have to back the trailer up now because we missed the driveway by about 15 feet. And it's a Kendon, which is unback upable. Right. So then yeah. you look forward and it's like, yeah. should we go forward? And it was blackness and a dirt road. And we're like, yeah, no. <laughs> so we literally inch by inch by inch back the trailer up, then got it down. We got to the house. House is great. Inch by inch. Inch by inch. Step, step by step. step. Right. Um, Niagara Falls place had right. a, a wonderful man yeah. soup container. So like every, every day we got to all get in there and make man soup. And it, it was really nice. Is a six person hot tub? Yes. Yeah. So we two, had, two, two Cleveland moto guys. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> but so we had that, but anyway, so the roads are great. Unbelievable. Dan, Dan did an amazing job of finding roads. So we rode like, I think it was two twelve or two six. And he's rocking his tiger 880 mm-hmm. or no, his tiger 660. Yeah. yeah. So we, uh, we headed out on that. So anyways, so first of all, we show up, I got my Africa twin Dan's got his tiger. John's got his verses, and Nick brings out his 1956 fucking Superhawk that with Christmas old motor. Christmas old motor, where like before he <laughs> left, he says, "I got everything ready. I put oil in it." And I said, "Okay." <laughs> so he's got a 66 yeah. Superhawk. So by the first day at two, Nick was already broke. 67. Yeah, <laughs> right. So he was already broke. Yeah. He showed up broke yeah. on the trailer. <laughs> so, but John at that point, John took one for the team and said, "I'm going to hang out with Nick. Why don't you and Dan go ride?" Oh, okay. And right. it was about 10:30 in the morning. Because was, John would rather fucking pokes fucking screwdrivers at a yeah, Superhawk. There was a, there was a carburetor to be turking apart. So yeah, he was happy as hell. Yeah. So him and Nick, if I can smoke cigarettes and drink a beer while I'm torturing this carburetor. Oh, that that all happened this, guy's, <laughs> this poor the airbnb we kept very very nice yeah but i don't know if i don't know if the gas smell will ever come out of the garage it will never uh, come out gas bumps yeah <laughs> but um so me and dan fucked off and dan had picked all these routes and so we did 236 miles at about 30 miles an hour with our knees dr- i mean it was insane yeah. it was good and so you know it took me it took me about two hours to get used to because i had vertigo really bad for a minute Cause you start looking off and I kept looking off the goddamn side of the mountain. It freaked me out. Yeah. So I finally trained myself once again to just stare at the yellow lines yeah. and watch them. Right. And so after a couple hours in, we started ripping, man, we started doing, we were, we were, you know, we we're hammering pretty good and not much of a chicken strip going at it. Yeah. And so I was like, God damn, Dan got better. Like Dan's there, you know, Dan like, be- to the point Dan got a tiger six sixty. Yeah. And it, and it grew and he learned how to ride it. I'm not he learned, but he got yeah. accustomed to it. Right. And so Dan is throwing, he's throwing down, man. Yeah, because Dan's always been like old British bud. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. So, but we were, we were doing pretty good and he was, he yeah. was hanging with me going and then we hit some traffic 
And I got pissed because like there's all these. What'd you call him? Dan and Tino Rossi? Well, not yet. Not oh, yet. not so yet. Not yet. Yeah. But he, he did become that. So, <laughs> so we're sitting there and these two cars are getting there and they, they have all these places. Cause like that area knows people come down there to ride motorcycles. They're called a scenic pull off. That or actually says, if you are slow, please pull off and let the faster traffic yeah, by. Right. They literally say yeah, that now, yeah, right? Yeah. So this fucking Honda Accord in the best part, like the best, like I thought I was in California fucking right. part of this road. Right. This dude's doing 20. And like, and then he slows down to like five for the fucking hairpins, right? Oh, okay. So I'm like, now I'm mad. Right. Like, this has gone on for like a mile. So I'm riding all the tails. I'm like on top of the guy's bumper. I'm okay. in first gear, just fucking wheeling, yeah. you know, like move fucker, you know? And so Dan's laughing and he's behind me. So finally the Accord pulls off right. and the STI in front of me goes, want to play? Oh yeah, yeah, right. So he takes off <laughs> and I kind of lost it and I started chasing him. Yeah. So next thing I know, I didn't realize how hard we were hammering it. I'm like in, I'm like, Whoa, and like cliffs, 10, a thousand foot cliff. I don't care. I'm fucking hammered like this. And I look and Dan's not there anymore. <laughs> he's back there several, right? So when we finally get to the end of they the They call that red mist. Oh, yeah. So we get to the end of this, this 218 where yeah. there's like a little bar. The STI fucking throws up the hell nice, yeah, dude. You and then we passed a whole group of like 30 sport bike dudes yeah. as we were coming out to the yeah. end. And they were all like, yeah, because nice. I, you know, I had my top box on and the African whatever. So then, Dan, so me and Dan kept riding. So then after that- Try that on a Vespa. You get mad respect. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Dan found these other roads. So basically, yeah. if you say avoid highways, yeah. the roads are amazing. Yeah. Like everywhere. Like beautiful, just curved. So we found some that people were like- people live there. Oh, yeah. And they, the state decided they should be able to get home. Yeah. Right. But they also made them real squiggly. And they also, like, they banked them, right? But Dan found these roads. <laughs> I swear, like we were doing like- 95 100 miles an hour on these sweepers yeah and it would be like it was kind of a highway but not really a highway yeah. but they would go and they were banked like a motherfucker right. and then we go like this so we're hammering we're doing like just 85 90 just rolling shit. Yeah. right and all of a sudden to my left i'm getting passed and i'm like what the fuck and it's a state trooper and he's like <gasps> <laughs> and i was like oh okay. fill your fucking trousers that's good <laughs> you know Dude, so, he's got places to be, and you're in the way. I think he just. Well, no, he he came so close to us, he was fucking with us. Oh yeah, like yeah. he just came oh, by. No, that's his, called strafing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was exactly strafing you at that point. Yeah. So, but you know, we, he's we, like, look at you guys, you're oh, adorable. Yeah, adorable. yeah. You're Hold adorable. on, I got a Dodge fucking Charger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got oh, a yeah. shitty Dodge Charger oh, with yeah. way too much weight in it. Oh, yeah, but I'm so good with this thing. Yeah, he's <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, hillbilly coming out here yeah you drive these roads every every day, day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. like y'all are like oh my god we found these amazing roads i'm like oh my god yeah. it looks like the road next to my mom's house yeah my mom was yeah. this, my mom could drive route six and yeah. she she could drive 87 and like my mom knew middle field mm. to like the back of her fucking hand and so she could get around guys in a 78 oh, yeah. Dodge oh, Omni. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'll see yeah. some dudes yeah. in a, yeah. a clapped out yeah. fucking yeah. Ford F-150 oh, yeah. Yeah. with like a spare yeah. tire and yeah. they're going yeah. through. Yeah. Oh, every year we go to band camp. I'm like, I'm driving some big ridiculous thing with big ridiculous things behind it. And I'm like, man, I'm killing it in these curves. I'm just totally doing this perfectly. And literally a mail truck will yeah. go up on yeah. the inside yeah. of me. That's DJ, like DJ five, right? Yeah. And I'm like, and that used to be an S10. All right. But that is the thing though, man, like two or three days are really like, yeah. ripping the things and you start to get into a pro all i know is next year i'm taking my z900 though I'm imagine if that was anymore. how you got to work in the morning it would be fucking our amazing. friends that live in scotts valley and our friends that live in santa cruz where that's just how they get to work in the morning yeah smaller displacement not not larger yeah i've been to a lot of those rallies where they're 50 cc's oh, 200 yeah. cc's yep. limit 
and it's kind of fantastic. My favorite, I still, I, my favorite thing for the Dragon and all the areas around the Dragon is a Honda CB1, a 400cc oh, yeah. fueling, you know, or 400cc liquid cooled. Yeah. You did have the Jalera at, uh, yeah. at, at Dragon. Yeah, of back course. In yeah, the five, one of my, that was one of the times that bike was the best was yeah. a Jalera runner, oh, yeah. 180cc two stroke. Yeah. And you know why? Because it was always in the right gear. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It never left 8,000 RPM. Well, that's what, so yeah. we're talking. And so Dan was like, I- I'm missing something. He goes, you're able to come out of the end of the turns way faster. And I said, well, what gear are you in? He's like third and fourth. I'm like, you're a gear too high. Yeah, you're dude. gear too high. I'm like, yeah. you got to bring that sucker yeah. up to like, yeah. you want to be at like 10 grand. We it's hit. a 660. So the next day, Dan, sing. Dan slapped down a gear. Oh, he did. And all of a sudden he's Captain Fay. He was doing great, right? <laughs> Certainly so he got did, his fucking minerals. He did. He fucking, <laughs> he got some sativa. No, yeah, he got some sativa. He was ready to go. It was good. So, and, so Nick, we get back and we're telling the story about how good Dan was riding and stuff, you know? And I'm like, he was almost like Rossi. And Nick, to Nick's credit, said, Dan and Tino, Dan and Tino Rossi. Rossi. And I was like, fuck, that's his name. That's from his name now from now on. on. So yeah. Dan has been christened Dan and Tino Rossi. So I do have to ask. I mean, I don't want to be a dickhead or anything, yeah, yeah. but the Superhawk. Yeah. Because I mean, my DNA is on that bike. Chris's yeah. DNA is in that bike. Yeah. Did it run ever? It they John got it going again a little bit. It had a charging issue, so they got it down it's to- It's always had a charging, charging issue. Yeah. So he Nick, he won't buy one. He's going to rewrap the stator himself. And John told him how, so they're yeah. gonna work on that. So Nick on. actually, um, the final day, Nick got to ride with this in his CRV. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> look, 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 Ricks will redo it for you for nothing. It's yeah, right, Ricks. Right. Will no, do but you this. don't. You don't know Nick. Nick wants to rewrap that, and he will do Nick it. Nick could and put a propeller on the back of the Superhawk yeah. that is creating electricity as he rides right. to charge that fucking battery just to keep it running, to keep the coils fed. Well, the first, you know? I mean, the first day when we rode, we didn't really ride the twist. We went to like Gatlinsburg yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, all the touristy shit. Um, you know, he made it, I guess, off that battery's juice. That's all you can do, man. Until we got, I mean, he made it four or five hours. <sighs> the and then term is on the way back, loss. Yeah, uh, yeah. On the way back, we got down to about 30 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, that was the day. That's when we all went out. And so there, you'll see. There's another picture of John on. A I building. love how there's this henge. I mean, it is, it is, it is Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Of John Wayne, Elvis Presley. John Wayne, Elvis Presley. I know it's supposed to be Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, it's not, but it is. Yeah, it's supposed uh, to be. Uh, that's somebody's wife, and then. Hitler, but then Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. They made it a little longer. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Stretch right, it out cool. a little bit. Yep. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's in uh, that's in uh, Dolly Land. I was going to say, that's got to be in Pigeon Forge. Yeah, Pigeon Forge. Yeah, Pigeon which Forge. Dan is not a fan of. No. Dan was like, do we really have to stop? And we're nope. like, yes, we have to stop. No. At least we'll and you see the Titanic Forge. restaurant and yeah. movie, yeah. the yeah. Titanic yeah. restaurant and pictures, theater. But Dan didn't want to stop. So Look, I didn't get in. Fuck Pigeon Forge. Yeah. Like I, there's elk. Yeah, we saw elk. Yeah, I watched Pigeon Forge go from being like a wide spot in the road we'd stop and have sandwiches yeah. to being what it is today, which is just it's, white trash. Oh, yeah, fucking it's, Vegas. It's, it's terrible. It's a and disaster. you know what they've done now? Yeah, all the uh, guys from Mid Ohio appreciate this. Um, they have saturated it with rental side by sides. Yes. So now yeah. not only do you have yeah. to deal with traffic and everything, you, you, you got side fucking side by sides yeah. everywhere, man. Yeah. So, uh, that's oh, that's pretty much. Oh, it's Branson without. The it's. I was gonna say it's yeah. Branson without. Yeah. 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 So it's and then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So then yeah. when me and Dan were riding, I have discovered that you can be too high in the mountains. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You had I, a little bit of a low altitude stoke going on there. Well, in the, in the stoke. middle of a ride, I completely forgot how to ride a motorcycle. Uh, <laughs> see, I, see I that's, like, how, that's how you know you're not a local. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was that was interesting. And then, yeah, uh, yeah no, we just had a great time. A lot yeah. of guitar playing, a lot of picking, a lot of stupid stuff. Um, I think we've introduced Nick to a lot of substances that he didn't know existed before. You know what? I almost feel bad that Nick... <laughs> Found us. So, so, now somebody said, "Is Nick trying to osmosisly get old?" Yeah, I think Nick. I think we've accidentally <laughs> aged Nick. I mean, what is he like? Eighteen? No, he's like thirty or something. He's, oh, he's thirty. That picture? No. I'm telling he's, you. Uh, <laughs> you know what? He's a he's a promising young electrical engineer. Yeah. Who just fell in with the wrong group of guys? Yeah, oh, he's he an engineer. That's why he's going to rewind his own state. Yes, uh, all of the things. And to his credit, he's kept up his record and he puked. So every no, time he did we do puke. something, yeah. Oh, <laughs> God bless him. How was your food? <laughs> food was great. Yeah, did you guys cook? Oh, we cooked. We did some stuff. Johnny Mac did his thing, made breakfast and stuff. And then the one night they left a choice up to me since I'm the guy with the, the yeah, eating disorder. Yeah, you guys order. dietary restrictions. And uh, I just picked the most greasy, worst place I could find, and they loved it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They they were pounding down some good snacks, and it was it was good. It was I got. Time. I mean, ultimately, it sounds like you guys really did have a fantastic trip. We always do, man. I mean, yeah. it, it's fun just to hang out. We do. We shut off. We don't. We don't I, really interact I, with the phones I'm too old. much. No, no. Get back. Get back. <laughs> Bourbon, I, apples. Right yeah. Right? Come on. That's baby. Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. Oh, Dutch yeah. baby, bring it on. Yeah, that's cool when you travel with a, a good group of guys like that. That's yeah. absolutely fantastic. And this guy's house was really, really nice. Um, I think we did a really good job of putting it back together for him. So that <laughs> we can, we He's, can. He is not going to notice the scorch marks. No, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, I mean, game on, man. That's super cool. I'm glad you had a fantastic trip. And that's yeah. what motorcycle adventures are and meant to be, None of us died. Man. Nobody lost anything. Nobody got hurt. Nobody I did died. lose a rondel. I did lose a Rondel <laughs> off my fucking after twin, but I replaced it with some Grateful Dead shit, so I'm fine. Oh, you mean the, I, I the saw Rondel. the nose? Yeah. yeah. No, not the no. nose, the side. I oh, actually really? lost a Rondel. Yeah, it fell off somewhere. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. Sorry. Um, oh, Honda, and also. Honda quality control is not what it used to we be. We talked about that. Right? No. Parts didn't fall off of Hondas before. Nope. nope. And but now then, they do. Yep. To our credit of uh, oh, Flevomoto okay. uh, credit. Yeah. We did drive 10 and a half hours, have a great trip, and then we went to go to the wheels two time, and they opened this week. Oh. We missed it by four. today. Yeah. We missed it by day for wheels two time. And we left, and we left on Monday, so we you missed it by- a week early? Three days. We missed it by three days. <laughs> so then we were like, well, if we just hang out here, maybe they're going to try to start a bike or something, but they never did, so. <laughs> yeah. That's Aww. fantastic that the you showed up. is adorable. That's a mandolin, That's a mandolin. God damn it. That's a mandolinian. Mandolinian. It's yeah. a mandolinian. This is the way. This, this is, is the, the way. way. What I've, I'm just fucking, I think it's hilarious that you could show up because I did. Oh, I forgot. Hold on, I showed up at the Talbot Museum, yep. you know, in, uh, you know, the mountains of Santa Cruz uh, in California. I was on my CB400F and having a great time enjoying the whole Pacific coast driving up the pacific coast on a beautiful 19 you know 70s motorcycle and i'm having a great time and i'm just i'm stopping at all the things alice's restaurant doing all the stuff you ever want to do and really just enjoying myself and really getting to know some you know green chili soup and like the whole thing and every time somebody's like oh well hunter s thompson used to Go get kicked out of that place. I'll, I'll go there. Yeah, right. You right? Check it out. Right. And so locals would just 
tune me on to different shit. And my friends would be like, oh, if you're in this town, I'm like, what the fuck is in that town? Uh, asparagus. Uh, okay, I'll fucking go. I don't give a shit, right? I'm going to go, goddammit, because I'm on a motorcycle. Right. So I'm going to start at San Diego, and I'm just going to drive north. And I'm just going to keep driving north until I there's nothing else to drive. And I had a great time on me in a 1975 Honda CB400F and just cruising up the coast and really got to see some super cool shit. But that is the... the the one thing that I love, that idea of doing it on just a really old analog thing that's, you know, that you can hear it. And as you're riding the bike, you don't want a distraction because your ear is listening to 297,000 moving parts. And waiting for every and, single and one ex- of them to break. Yeah. yeah. And you're literally going, well, wait, hold on. That's, that wasn't, that wasn't the same as it was nope. for the past 11 hours. Nope. Right. Right. And, but there was something about that particular trip, and I really enjoyed it. I really had a great time going through Gilroy and all the weird places that you can go in California that that, that aren't desirable. And you can really have a great time. And you yep. just do that, and you disappear into the thing, and the locals will tell you where to fucking go. Well, that's what I'm going to say. You know, not that anybody ever would doubt that I'm not obsessive-compulsive about anything I do. Yeah. So, of course, we're down there, and I brought guitars, and we're all playing me and right. trying to play them, but I didn't bring a good enough guitar, so I decided to, to look what the locals had available. And so I found a really insane deal on a Martin that I really kind of uh, wanted. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I did some, uh, some interchanging yeah, with the old Googler right. yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that, yeah. and next thing you know, I, uh, originally it was this girl that was really cute, and, and, and uh, you know, like I was like, okay, she's going to be so nice to talk only to. only fans turned into a guitar no, sale? No, 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 no. Okay, so right. she said, you need to talk to my dad. I said, okay, cool. And so that's I, what she has to say a lot yep, in her neighborhood. So I throw I throw the guy a text, and <laughs> right. he goes, "Watch, give me a call." Just a text. So You've I been talking him. to my cousin, aunt, nephew, niece. No, but I call the guy, and as soon as he's like, "How you doing, man?" You know, he's like a straight up right. dude. And I'm like, "Okay, this is cool." Right. You know, we talk about it. He's you like, "Put yeah. on your Billy Strings T-shirt." Yeah, no, not yet. <laughs> so I talk to him, whatever, and and, and, I'm, and so I'm, I'm going to go get this guitar, and John and everybody's like, "Really?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, All right. "Really, really?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, well, how much is it? I'm like, it's a lot, but I'm going to get this guitar. They're like, okay. They're like, "Uh, do you want to? We're not going to come with you, though. And I'm like, that's fine. And he's like, so uh, if we don't hear from you in about four hours, uh, should we come looking for you? I'm like, I guess. (laughs) So the dude gives me his address, and I I drive to it. It's about 25 minutes away, still in Waynesville. And uh, when I started going out there, I mean, it was out there, man. It was like, uh, you know, it's in the hills. And so I turned down this one corner, go down a thing, turn around. It's called. Down a holler. It's called a holler. A holler, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a holler right. or a deller, whatever you want to call it. So anyways, yeah. I go around this corner and yeah. there's literally like 15 guys in bib overalls yeah. with straw and shit. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I pass them and then it, the road turns kind of like smaller and I'm going. And then yep. it's beautiful, man. Like mountains, yeah. hills, all this stuff. Dude's got to spread. So I get God's there. I get country. up there. Harley dude, like straight beard down to here. Right. And, over, oh, and I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm going to okay. have to not be myself and just smile and you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. We started talking. The guy's fucking cool. And he's yeah. like, yeah. He goes, what kind of music like? I'm like, well, I'm like, I like Brewglass or that. And he goes, and strangely enough, I like reggae. He goes, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's like, those are my two favorite things. So now we're talking. He's 70 years old. He's like, so can you play that thing? He's like, let me hear you play it. So I tune the thing up and stuff. I push playing some bluegrass tunes. He's like, shit, you can play. Honey, come here. Next thing you know, I'm yep. giving a concert for these two folks. Yeah, yeah. And they are the nicest people ever. And I believe I hear the price falling in the distance. It did. It went <laughs> yeah. down. It went down to yeah. our pals, which was great. Right. But then he was like, he goes, so then we talk for like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. He shows me his uh, his Harley, which is a, um, 
1996, uh, they only had them for a while. It's got the 21-inch front wheel. Uh, it's a soft tail FL. Yeah, yeah FLST. It's, the, it's the special. It's the, it's one, the FLART. Yeah, but it's the special. <laughs> it's the special one. It's got like they they called it something like the bad boy or the stinky whatever. guy. Or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it's got a pizza cutter in the front yeah. and it's not a Springer. Yeah. yeah. Right? No, it was. It had the it's double. Springer. Yeah, Springer. Yeah, that's Springer. So Springer. Yeah. I don't know, Harley. So it's okay. It was nice. It was a really nice bike. Steve, there's a lot of letters involved. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, there's a lot of Wait, wait, It may be an F-L-A-R-T-X-T. It could be. That sounds about right. It could be a Dyna douchebag. Anyways, but the guy took care of it. The guy was nice. He rides, does whatever. No, it's, you know. So anyway, so we go back in, talk some more, and, I, and, and, and then he's like, you know, you're the most interesting person I've ever met. Can you, let's be Facebook friends. And so I was like, uh, you can be, but I'm going to warn you. That's how you end up in a basement, Steve. Don't be too, don't be too interesting. No, now no, I got no, a friend. No. Now I got a friend down there. All this right. guy is cool as shit. I'm but anyways, sure I come back four hours later. I was going to say, what are the boys back at camp doing? Yeah. Well, nobody texted to find out if I was dead. And, and, and everybody seemed to be happily drinking and having a great time. They, oh. they did attempt to text. No, no. But, but. Shit. You got no reception. They didn't that do was shit. You no, no. You know what they did? They were happy. Well, Nick was going to ride my bike. <laughs> I was going to say, they were already dividing up your gear, Steve. <laughs> I know. Look, after two hours. Oh, yeah. He's dead. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So, yeah. All, no, all I can see Nick is going like, I could rock an Africa somebody, twin. Somebody is wearing <laughs> his skin as a suit. <laughs> two yeah. hours. Yeah. We'll never find him. No, but you know what? That's what I, I but I did learn. Some, so like, yeah. Like most people are pretty fucking nice. Yes, they. You are. know what I mean? Like fantastic, unbelievably nice guys. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. What's that line again? People, peoples is peoples. Yep. Yeah. Peoples, peoples is our people. Yeah. But anyways, we're definitely going to do it again next year. You we're, should. We're yeah. going to slide it probably a week and a half Ugh. so we can go to the wheels through let time. Me, let yeah. Me, yeah. Let me know. My brother's got a place about forty-five minutes from there. Make so. sure the mountains are open yeah. by then. Yeah. Forty in the morning. Like so. Okay. So that's the other thing. If we push it a couple weeks, it might right. be a little warmer. Yeah. Um. It was about because y'all did look chilly. It was forty in the morning, and then about 60 for riding it wasn't bad but when me and dan rode that day we did hit three states so we went to north carolina south carolina and georgia yeah so we did this that's whole pretty amazing loop. yeah we did well, some good, good mileage you, man. but when we got to georgia it was like 90 so like i'm in like oh so georgia just like, was yeah it was yeah, like georgia don't play i was gonna say georgia's <laughs> just georgia yeah georgia's it like, like oh it's winter what? everywhere else fuck you it's yeah. georgia <laughs> But I mean, it was abrupt. It was like, I was, I was comfortable yeah. and I'm riding. And yeah. then literally I was like, oh, we're in Georgia. Holy fuck. Like, <laughs> it's like, Georgia doesn't mess around. No, mess man. Around. No. Yeah. When we do the, we are now the South. When we do the trip in like August, September and stuff, there's always that point where you can tell when you're in North Carolina, like Tennessee is always like Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. You're like, okay, we're up in the mountains. We got the elevation, the little lakes and stuff. It's beautiful. And then you're like, you go down a hill, you turn right and you're in North Carolina. Yep. And you're like, oh, fuck, it got hot all of a sudden. Like, when yeah. did the humidity wait, wait, land? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. you've also forgotten the other most important part about once you hit South Carolina. Yeah. There's a whole lot of Jesus here. Now, that's true, too. <laughs> well, you the know Carolina, the Carolinas oh, are thick around. with Jesus. You know what was fucking hilarious? Jesus, I mean, South Carolina. Me and Dan hit um, a, a bar. Yeah. You know, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. In Georgia. And so we're sitting there, and they had a, they had a really good um, non-alcoholic for me, but Dan right. was getting whatever. But then there's a whole bunch of dudes, right? Yeah. So we're, t- we're talking to the owner, me and Dan, going back and forth with yeah. the owner, and he's cool. This guy comes up. He's like, hey, man. Let me try to try to Where y'all from? You guys got a crazy accent. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, we do. <laughs> okay. So I thought that was pretty good. 
<laughs> That's fucking great, man. I, don't, I only pull it out for flea markets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was Boomhauer. This dude was yeah, straight oh, up. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, there's a, we, we used to do a ride every year in Suchess. Mm-hmm. And so there's this place called Two Wheels of Suchess. Uh, such as Georgia yep. and the, the, what made this trip worth it and to get me to go to Georgia, which is far. Yeah. Um, it's gotta be worth it. But the, what makes it worth it is this ride, um, is 50 cc's oh, up and down mountains. Yeah. Not fun. Oh boy. It's a whole different kind of like energy conservation. Well, that's like, what we yeah. had to do when we went to Speculator. We took all of our, our TNT 135s and monkeys and stuff, yep. and we're riding mountains with cars trying to do 60 as we're doing 40 <laughs> up the hills and stuff. Like, it was... the, uh, the two wheels, uh, two wheels as such as is a great destination for motorcycle people because every time you get there, you basically take the place over, right? And that's just what it is. So last, last thing I want to say about this. Yeah. I need investors. I need about $25 million. Oh, did you find a piece of property? Dude, the big, so you know how the Dragon has all that stuff? Yeah. There's the Rattler. It's like 460 yeah. turns yep. and whatever. Yep. A guy is selling 197 acres at the start of it. So I was like, man, you could build a moto wow. ranch. You could build dirt bike track. You could build wow. an adventure thing. Yeah. Like you could put a whole motorcycling mecca right at the snout of the rattler. Right. And build the rattler up. Right. Put like cabins, hotel, the whole yeah. thing. So. And you could be like the new dragon and make like $38 a year. Yeah. yeah. You can make your no, money back not, in 14 years. No, but it's not just the dragon though. <laughs> That's what you got to do. sued by every fuck knuckle that comes up and crashes their wide glide. You got to do adventure <laughs> rides. You got to do uh, ATV park. Like, yeah. 197 acres you could do quite a bit of shit all i all i have to Look, say is if i'm going hot into a curb and my <laughs> reinhardt <laughs> scratches the pain i assure you the mo the words <laughs> motorcycle and liability <laughs> they are never to be divided yeah. right i i mean i just i love the idea but it. i've known too many people have said i'm gonna make my living Oh, no. Doing motorcycle something. Right, right, right. And sooner or later, you will discover that there's a fuck knuckle from like Rochester, New York, whose life ambition is to crash a motorcycle <laughs> and somehow blame you for it. Right. Well, they and then you're going to get to meet his, you're going to meet his lawyers <laughs> for the next 27 years. Well, you got to go into it. The right yeah. guy. You got to know so, what you're doing. So Steve, I already did that. But uh, did it, didn't work, it didn't work out <laughs> didn't real work. well because I did it in Nebraska, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just one. It was just a hundred miles of straight road. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a hundred miles of straight road in Nebraska. But every forty yards, there was a Runza stop. I, I was going to say, do you have at least two Cracker Barrels? <laughs> if you have two Cracker Barrels, you're doing great. I, I think Nebraska as a state counts as one cracker barrel i was gonna say i was advised to go to the one particular steakhouse that we went to that has all the dead animals on the walls oh yeah big plus huge plus is it so, fans or something i or can't fucking yeah. remember it's nebraska who but, cares yeah I it's love always nebraska. it's always i care always, always. Yes. i do it's always okay yeah corn huskers i went to college out there. yeah he did really yeah that's one of my favorite states i'd move there in a second I'm serious. So I, I love the. No, I'm not joking. I like Nebraska. I like it's windy all the time. It's nice, I dude. Mean, I would move. I would move to Waynesville in tomorrow. <laughs> that whole area. I love that fucking area. Asheville, Waynesville, whatever you want yep. to call it. Like, there's so all dudes a, that look like me, and they all like bluegrass. So if you're I'm a fucking motorcycle happy. fucking degenerate, I'd invite you to look at this picture. <laughs> this picture to me says everything I need to say about two wheels of such as. 
There's a brand new Harley Davidson Panamera. Yeah. Next to it is a DRZ SM. Yep. Yeah. RC51. There's an RC51. Yep. Yeah. Across the parking lot is a PC800. Yep. Don't forget about the V-Star. There's a V-Star <laughs> right here. Yep. Fuck that. Uh, there's various different aluminum <laughs> box a, transportation is, systems. Is that a Buell next to the... Uh, I believe that's a Buell sitting yeah. over there. That looks like an 1125 Cafe Racer. Yeah. Yep. What's the little red guy next that to that scooter? That might be next to the PC. Yeah. Actually. That actually looks like a BMW. See yeah. the boxer motor hanging out? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. Uh, no, not with that tail light. That's no, not with that tail light. That's, that's, that's a GS. That's I like was thinking that was a Yamaha Seiko plastic maggot yeah. back end but yeah. uh, well it's got right. well, well, how it many, looks like an inline four yeah that's a st- i'm telling you that's a 750 gs 750 you think that's a gs yeah. 750 look at the square tail light. you're right square <laughs> tail light. oh look at those turn yeah, signals yeah, yeah, oh yeah those yeah. turn signals that are in two different time zones yes yeah you're right so this now and there's might be a gs and there's an there's an indian ftr flat tracker <laughs> oh, up God, here those are amazing yeah. right oh yeah so i'm looking at this picture and then you can see all the SV6 kawasaki parking yeah. there's the concourse right there yeah. right so and then Please right play. here you know what that is that's a trail 110 yeah, that's, no 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 that's the new one. Oh, is that trail 125 that is, brand new, that is brand a brand new, new hunter cub yeah right so this is one of my favorite oh, gatherings yeah, if if you see good photo that's a good photo <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of really everybody's represented. Everybody's riding there. This yeah. is the United Colors of Benetton. Yep. This yep. is a Cosby Street gang of <laughs> motorcycles that doesn't exist in the real world. Yep. You got the sharks and the jets all hanging out with each other. Inclusion. It's man. fucking cool, man. Yeah, that is. But neat. that I've uh, this is the two wheels of such as I've been down here a few different times for small displacement running through the hills and the mountains. It's fun. It's yeah. it is really fun. I bet you it is when you have a big group. Most of these so people the have far too to much motorcycle. Oh, yeah. It's good yeah. to have a lot less motorcycle. Yeah. I recommend. Is, is yeah. You need something small. Yeah, I recommend like a, a two fifty. Yeah. yeah, like you a two fifty. Perfect. Around a sweeper. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but like here's the thing. So I did the two fifty thing yeah. last year. You did last year. And when you come out of it, <laughs> when you come out at the end of the thing, you're not going any faster when you come in. Now with this, I can brake, lean into it halfway through the turn. I'm full throttle, fucking pulling through, and it's fucking wonderfully fun man yeah. it would be the kind of place where you'd want to just have a rule that says like everybody must have a grom or grom like device yeah yeah right it's like gromageddon yep. where everybody basically has a small bike yep. that's something like a grom and that's the rule well, and everybody I, I, has to have took, something I like took a my grom. tnt last year right, you did but yeah. i to ride it um aggressively yeah you're gonna ha- we'd have to re-gear it i think i'd have to go down like probably no, two you or- just need to lower your standards. <laughs> Trust me, lower your standards. No, because what happened was it was constantly between gears. Be surrounded by other inadequate vehicles and you'll have a better time. But when you're trying to hold yourself against somebody's like Triumph 660 or some shit, yeah, well, you're no, going to feel terrible. I was terrible. trying to rip the fucking car. I know you right. were. Yeah, so I mean, right. like, you know, a couple gears yeah. down, it'd be yeah. fucking way more You just more need fun. a different class of people. That's oh, all. Look, it's Miata's. Like it <laughs> Wait, look. your TNT is way faster than my than my <laughs> monkey. Right. And I have no problem with my monkey. <laughs> yeah, but Did anybody <laughs> see the new monkey, by the way? Yeah, the stripey one or the with the plaid, plaid seat. John, John calls him. Yeah. John calls me from North Carolina. He's like, "Look at this! It's a special edition. You have to get it. It's like the Golden Monkey." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> it's like the Golden Monkey." That's what he monkey. said. That's what he said. I'm like, "Okay, it's he like said, really? the Golden Monkey." So he's like, he takes a picture of that. It's and he beautiful. Sends it, to me. I love it. It is gorgeous. And I said, oh, "Okay," I said, "Give me the salesman." 
It's gorgeous. I'm like, because they were advertising it for 42 Yeah, 43.99. Yeah. They haven't, yeah. haven't done the Chrome edition yet, have they? Like, nah. the, like, like the Z50? Nah, they haven't done the, the, the Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, so I talked to the salesman, yeah. and I'm like, okay, so I'll give you, uh, how about 42.50 plus tax, and we're good. And I'll give you, I'll buy it right now. Because yeah. that's what it would be at yeah. the place I go to. Right. Yeah. The guy's like, well, I have to add like uh, 350 shipping oh, and yeah. 250 assembly and 100 or like another 200 for uh, for paperwork and another something or other. So it was like another 800 bucks. And I'm like, I'll just wait for one to come in. Yeah. Which yep. is fine. I mean, I get it. I mean, I understand that. Yep. But, the, the time I tried to buy an NSR 50, this is the same thing I got. Same. Look, I can tell you that Honda... <laughs> Honda was one of those. They pulled one of those moves. They were like, "So uh, let me sh- let me see all the. Uh, I understand you want to make a monkey. That's fine. So let me see twenty six different versions of a monkey." And the artists all went back and they did twenty six different versions of the monkey. And they went, "Okay, uh, we'll take those two for the first year. Yeah. yeah, and we'll take those two for the second year, and then we'll take those two for the third year. And this bullshit right here." Silver on the tank and a white tank with a big silver decal on the side, whatever, in the plaid seat. You are just, this is just fan service. That's all this is. <laughs> this is just fan service. That's, this is when a new Star Wars thing comes out mm-hmm. and they make some reference to some obscure shit in Empire that nobody else is going to get, but it's fan service. That's all this is. Mm-hmm. But it's fucking adorable. Yep. It's fucking Now, do adorable. the 2023s have the five speed ground motor in them? Yes. Again, yes, they, they do. do. Yeah. They will. Okay. But you're buying that because it looks like a fucking Scotty cooler. Yeah. You're buying that because it looks like a Coleman cooler circa 1961, right? Mm. It's It's just fucking adorable. They have the 10 foot exhaust pipe. (laughs) The manifold comes down, wraps around. Did you see that? Comes back up. The exhaust goes out around the rear tire, comes (laughs) back up through the rear tire. Exits under the seat. So right. The, so the first thing yeah. you do is you take that entire assembly. Yeah. And you throw, it in the trash. Right. throw that in the garbage. <laughs> just get rid of that. Just wait for the first thing that says right. Yoshimura on the oh, side yeah. of it. Right. Not I, Steve. He's the, like, I'll keep it just the, the way. The phone call to Yoshimura has already happened. Oh, yeah. Right. That's that's one of those deals. This gigantic airbox, right? That serves no purpose whatsoever. To other. Be, to be fair, as a fuel well, injector. Where's vehicle, my drink? Fuck, man, I'm empty, and I. <laughs> well, if you're going right. that way, no, it's okay. To, yeah. to be fair, it's ah, did it again. <laughs> I'm double fucking. To be fair, ah! yeah. <laughs> fuck drink, me, everybody, drink. Ah! Y'all should not have told me that. Oh my god, <laughs> it's gonna happen at the shop now. <laughs> what the heck? There's is, your, there's your, there's your monkey pilot. Is that from, uh, I don't no, goddamn know. That is not a competition. I mustache. don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But here's what I'm pretty happy to say. God bless the new monkey because. Well, see that one. No, that's plaid there's, with uh, gray. There's yeah. one that's dark gray. Mm-hmm. Right there. Not, no, that no. Black, black and black dark gray. Yeah, that's black nice. Black and dark gray. That one's. That one's not. Gray. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's, yeah, it's a really. I do say that's that a really good color. color. That one's really nice. Mm. I saw one of those in Iron Pony. Oh, they had an Iron Pony? Oh, was that the... Uh, oh, wait, no. Where's the Kimco... Uh, oh, so they're doing yellow frame, red frame, black frame. Oh, nice. Oh. But the, what's the uh, 2024 DAX up there? So the DAX, I did I did post... Uh, that's the DAX E, which goes 14 miles an hour. Uh, <laughs> so it's just like the Piaggio behind me. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah the Piaggio goes 40. 
two. No, 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 no. Oh, the oh, Piaggio the one, Piaggio one active. Yeah, yeah. yeah about 30, 30. Hey, since you brought up these small bikes, yeah. I posted this thing today. Did you see? Tomos made a thing called the Racer something two. Uh, it's like a two-stroke Grom. Did you see that? No, Tomos? no, it's not. It's it's nothing like I I Do you I know what a, it is. I was a Tomos dealer okay. at the yeah. end of the Tomos yeah. run. Yeah, and the problem with Tomos is they all have what is the eight? It's not the A thirty five. It's the A fifty motor. Okay, or something. I can't remember. All right, and they're kind of crap. Like even the t- even the moped kids will be like, no, nah, they're kind of crap because you can't but do a whole. So lot why do they call it a racer? It was just because a marketing just thing. The design it was. You can get the um, thank you okay, so yep, much, Chris. Um, there oh, look was at that ice cubes. The Magical. I thought there was no ice cream in there. No, that was it. This no, 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 no. What oh, yeah. Saying I is know. The Tomos Revival was basically the same thing, but the racer, which is what you're talking about, was the Tomos Revival with different plastic. And no pedals or anything. Ex- right? No, it had pedals. No, yeah, this the one, one doesn't. You posted had pedals. Did it? Yeah. Revival can come both you can, ways. You so you can buy either yeah, way. You can buy okay. either way. Yeah. But that was the trick with the revival. Right. And the revivals were okay. They were okay. I, I can't say they're cool. I'm um, hold on. I'm gonna put on my fucking armor right now. <laughs> for a moped yeah they were not they were less fucking hateable okay they, right. they were almost you want anything else oh yeah sure uh, I'm uh, I can't believe we're having this conversation okay here's the thing I will usually only talk about yeah, but that's fuck mopeds in general so just generally speaking fuck mopeds right. fuck mopeds no fuck mopeds if you're not 14 years old fuck mopeds you know if what? you're 14 that's great. That's all you can ride. The law says so. That's great. Go out go out and just ride the fuck out of your moped because you're 14 years old. But the day you turn 16, I do not want to fucking hear about a goddamn moped again because you're over 16. You need to give that shit up, right? So the, 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 the down and dirty of it is the Tomos Revival is two mopeds what the Harley Mooglide oh, was yeah. to yeah. the Softail. Yeah. It's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And it is bonkers bullshit. But it is it's got ape hangers oh, and yeah. and look at it. It's yeah. just yeah, but it's just a, a series of bad designs. You're, you're it's just the racer, I get it. Yeah. I know where is it? It's not yeah. even here. Hey, hey, no. That was Katana. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. If you're doing a 49cc motor that has 18,000 RPM and has 10-speed gearbox and you're racing in a 49cc class, okay, that's fine. My hat's off to you. But if you're riding a fucking moped and you're an oh, adult, then let's, let's like, did you go to work in a Power oh. Wheels car? Right? Well, the, now, now, New Orleans has 27 scooter groups. Yeah. And yeah, like yeah. 25 of them are... LGBT primarily because somebody broke up with somebody. And yeah, somebody yeah, else yeah, yeah, right. Blah, 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 right. Blah. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah. they have one major moped club, yeah. thing, whatever you call it. Yeah. And literally all they do is sit around, spend massive amounts of money on kits yeah. and barbecue. Yeah. And the reality is the barbecues are really cool. Look, man. So I hung out with Hollywood Holt. They're getting it where yeah. where we used to be back in the 90s. Thank you, sir. <sighs> where we used to be in the 90s. That's what they're doing. Yeah, but they're just using mopeds because Vespas are too expensive. And let's face it, they when Cameron them. bought his Yamaha Fifty Virago, yeah, I did not applaud him. I did not say, "Well done, Cam. Well done." I've always wanted one of those. I'm so glad you were able to score one. Where's I the, just went. It's a YSR Cruiser version. Where's the pedals? I don't see pedals. Nope. No, no. I don't even on, know. Not on that one. Which you one is that? Buddy? The, you could buy the eighth. What is? It? I think that's the eighth. What's the model? 
This is the 2016 Tomos Racing TT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I know what that is. Yeah. You you could buy right. that motor with yeah. or without pedals. No, when you're talking about, but it was a Grom before or same yeah. time as Groms, right? <sighs> I mean, like a bit before because Tomos was out of business before this happened. There the are a lot of unacknowledged, not Hondas that have this exact same bodywork, mm. and that Targa gas tank that's on there is the same yeah. gas tank that. Tomos put on nine hundred. Oh, yeah. That headlight is yeah. that headlight and fairing is on yeah. another Tomos that I put together a million. They're times. just they're they're out there, yeah. but eh. well, okay. Yeah. Since, since we're I just on this, never saw since, one. I just just like, what this, is this? Thing? Since we're on this, yeah. show him the derby <clears throat> variant. Yeah, the der- Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the uh, there's in the market. <clears throat> if you want to talk about crazy mopeds, that's not it. That's not it. I, I still want a derby. It. Yeah, I want a derby. It's, it's, it's that one. Looks like the yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's that dirt bike. These <laughs> things are the giraffe right. of scooters. Least, oh yeah, yeah, it literally is. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, that's if you're gonna be yeah. a moped tuner, that's the yeah. moped you want. That's to the do. moped all the moped tuners oh, want because yeah. it's got the real tall. It's got the tall wheels, so yeah. it's still authentic. Whereas the TT has small wheels, yeah, twelve right. inch wheels. Yep. Right. So moped people want to stay loyal to their sixteen inch, you know, yep. fourteen inch or bigger wheels all the time. Oh, Ed. But again, my point is this. I know that I'm going to catch some shit on it. I had a Pook Magnum Mark II, I did too. UPS edition, and silver edition. So fuck y'all. I, I paid my dues. I've, I've Anatomos two speed. Okay. I've owned all. And I will hobbits. be happy to tell you all <laughs> there is no place for mopeds in my world. No, can, not anymore. Can you give a break to the PC50, though? To the PC50? Why? Because it's cool. I disagree. He still wants that SSR thing. I, I mean, look, again. Look, look, look. Now, I will say, if anybody has a Moto Guzzi Robin, I've always wanted one. Just because it's a Moto Guzzi. See, look, everybody, just, just because it's a Moto You guys all make fun of shit, but you all have fetishes for small shit anyways. We have the male. The PC50 was a four-stroke. Okay. Look at the back of this motorcycle. I don't even understand what's going it's on. A sex- oh that's God, that's no, that's, that's, that's a P fifty. Isn't that a P fifty? Oh God, that's, that's a. There's a guy that shows up at Barber every the PC fifty has a motor up front and the gas tank underneath like that. Yeah, no. So what's driving? What it, it drives the rear wheel, right? It's a direct drive. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Now we have his his, uh, his, his jet propulsion. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there's a guy at Barber shows up literally every year with that that exact same bike, and they they draw. It's a direct drive on the rear wheel. It's wild. Again. Again. Now, now. Sorry, I just thought it was this, a ground. Since we're thing, on this yeah. line, Phil, how do you feel about the SR Express? I, I, again, I, <laughs> I, I can't believe we're doing this. This, this is, this is just, I'm sorry. All of these things are things that you're, that you're forced to ride when you're not legally allowed to have a motorcycle. I like that thing. Right? It's the Honda SR Express. They're amazing. I mean, yeah, it's still it's a Honda Spree motor. Jesus Christ. So I'm just I'm going to say the word gyro and y'all are going to be like, "Oh, you win." Hey, there was one in Cincinnati. You're like, I told y'all a couple No, but that one you still need a license for though. Right? You need a license for this too. No pedals. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You need no a pedals. license right. for that. That looks so like a power wheel. What's the point? Do you know what this is? Oh, there it is. The yeah. Urban Express. The I just Urban won Express. all the argu- 
arguments. Ah. No, it's a stupid fucking bike. It is a stupid, stupid bike. Oh, let the, Do you know the only place? I'm not going to get the hate mail. The only place that you look cool on this? Is it uh, at a bar in New Orleans? When Barber. No, you don't. You no. ride this at Barber, 96 old men are going to be like, <gasps> Nobody looks cool at Barber. Okay, that's true. All right. <laughs> Mid-Ohio. Solo? It's a middle. <laughs> it's a mid-Ohio I, I made a mistake right. bringing up the two-stroke rum. It is so. all yeah, of this fine. stuff. We have to have something to talk all about. All this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all this stuff. All this 49cc shit is all you just met. set Phil off. Oh, my so this God. Is I, don't care. I'm, I don't care what you say. I'm getting a solo as soon as I can get a solo. That's fine. <laughs> Again. I'm, I, I'm just stopped. Caring at this point. <laughs> hey, John, take us fucking hell. Um, that, uh, uh, yeah. uh, ouch. Uh, we're at like four anyway, hours slow and take no chances. <laughs> I'm open. Please don't. Okay. Yeah. From one of our Patreons. Who farted loud enough in episode 414 for the mics to pick it up? Never good. mind. It's probably hard to guess which of the assumed constant farting in a room where <laughs> you were in two weeks ago. Go that happened to get past the noise filter. Yep, that's exactly right. Yeah. Fair enough. It was John because he, yeah. he destroyed the whole room. You know, it was, that was uh, again horrendous. He like, I think broke he broke the fucking place. Well, he went to the doctor the next day and got an exam. He went to Roto Rooter. All right, here we go. Uh, also, why are you all asking for, for hate mail? When you apparently have a new burning ball of rage on the show, will you please ask Tom what Harley Davidson did to hurt him? (laughs) (laughs) How long has his grudge been going up? Is he going to be at Vintage Days? I thought about just buzzing him uh, by. I I thought about just buzzing by him over and over in the campground, but I think a therapy session would actually be better. Grab a glass of bourbon around the campfire and let him get it all out. Perhaps a group session. Maybe he'd be willing to hear me out on while I loved why I love my Harleys. This is the guy who showed up on his soft tail and helped us build our camp. Yeah, yeah. Three days later, yeah. came by and helped us tore down an entire fucking they're, camp. They're good people and rode through the mud all week they're, long. They're good people that own Harleys. On I his soft tail. Why they own Harleys? Okay. But they're still good people that own Harleys. I wrote Thomas special. I think if he bought a Sportster for twelve hundred bucks, he'd be singing a different tune. Uh, he wrote, "Okay, I'm entertained and I can laugh. He's very knowledgeable, just like all of you. And it's just been every fucking episode with this guy." <laughs> I they plan a really good bike in 56. I plan on riding <laughs> mine out again, bike. so maybe I'll let him take it for a spin if he wants. <laughs> oh, no, please don't. Insider Vintage Days question. If I signed up for a hair scramble. Yes. Oh, the room got quiet. <laughs> if I signed up for a hair scramble or something, can I get into the regular campground on Thursday and just not show up for the scramble? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. That's a brilliant idea. No, we, we've talked about this. We don't talk about getting an early club. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can sign up for yeah, a hair scramble. No, Maybe. Maybe. Maybe people who sign up for the hair scramble do get into the place at thir- on Thursday. Yeah. Look, 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 look. Let's get, it, let's get it out in the open. Harley Davidson is a really good... We were talking about hair scrambles. T-shirt yeah. company. Uh, again, I have three Harley Davidsons in my garage. Yep. I don't own a Harley Davidson T-shirt. Yeah, you're so right. So I defy their marketing platform based right. on your assessment right. because I own 
a Road King Police Edition. Uh-huh. I own a Springer. Yep. And I own a military prototype. Yeah, but yeah. you told us how much you paid for all of them, and Harley hates you. Uh, <laughs> well, no, no, no. They only love people to do the 60-month or the 72. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'll, it, buy any, I'll buy any T-shirt. I got, as I got them all. They're good. Exactly. Yep. Yep. It's so, on the clearance rack. <laughs> I, I do love the XRs. The XR750 and the XR1000. I'm not going to lie. I like the flat track. They have stuff. They, they do. They make they bikes. And, I don't know. And I still want one. I can't afford one. Exactly. That's the whole thing. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'd buy a Harley if I could get it. I mean, if I could find one that was... I just would like it just because it's something different. Fine, fine. They I like ride, every bike. I like all the bikes out there. They ride like an ironing board, but I will take an XLCR if anybody wants to give me one. I, I'm going to say one of the best motorcycles I've ever bought in my life, hands down, has been my Road King Police. My 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 FLHP has, and it's it's 103 cubic inches. It's yeah. fuel injected. Yeah. It's it nice is one of bike. my favorite motorcycles I've ever yeah. owned. It is the best at being a Harley mm-hmm. that any Harley I've ever owned well, is. That's the police edition. They it is. are supposed to. Be. It is. It's like the it's like the BMW. The it's the seats in the right oh, place. Hand, the handlebars yeah. in the right place. The BMW RTP is now. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> now he's going to start ripping on BMWs. Then he's going to rip on Honda. <laughs> two <laughs> hours and thirty two minutes. Just a Join your local Distinguished Showman's Ride. Please remember, whenever possible, ride fast and take chances. Bum, 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 bum,